What's up, everyone? It's your boy, the Holy Grail. We're back with another episode. Happy to have you. Thank you guys all for tuning in. This one is going to be a great episode. We got a bunch of legends in the MLB The Show community. This was actually recorded not long after we found out Fernando Tatis was going to be the cover of MLB The Show 21, and we brought a cast to talk about what we expect for the game, what we didn't like about 20, and kind of get to know these guys a little bit better. So if you guys have not already, make sure you guys are subscribed, you're followed, you're keeping up with the podcast. You can catch the podcast live, twitch.tv slash the holy grail. This one's kind of a long one, I'm going to be honest, but there's so much good information in here. And I hope you guys enjoy it. So, without further ado, let's get to it. Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? Say you never ever leave from beside me. Cause I want you and I need you. We are back for another episode, Stream Deck episode six. I know I've been hyping this up for a little bit, and as you guys can see, it's for good reason. We got a lot of great streamers and people featured in this episode today. I think this is going to be like the most people we've had for an episode. So this should be a good time. We'll be talking mainly about MLB The Show 21. All the hype coming out for 21. We got some news finally. We know the cover boy. We have a little bit of information that we can definitely go into. Um, but before I do anything, I just want to introduce everyone. So... Uh, Top left corner, we have the one and only Ray Cheesy, my man, killing it over on TikTok, YouTube, whatever it is. He's been killing it this year. I love to see the blow up, my man. Uh, next to him, you have one of the funniest, in my opinion, content creators, YouTubers out there, and Gomes the Legend, just an absolute just, just beast. And next to him, you know, returning co-host, as always, my man, Ansel Armstrong. Always here, my man. Appreciate you, bud. Actually, happy uh, belated birthday too, my man. Thank you. Thank I hope you, thank that. You. Uh, yeah. ho hope the birthday stream went well. I had to leave a little it early. It was. But... It was. Yeah, but happy birthday, my man. And then we got uh, middle left. We got the golden voice himself, dude. Food. How we doing today, my man? What's up? What's up? How are you doing? I'm doing great. Good to hear. And then of course we have the plus one, the one you know. That's uh, that's always been here since the beginning and kind of helped out, you know, started through everything and and you design the logo and just kind of like hangs out. His name's the Scan. If you guys yeah, don't know, here. I'm just here. Ignore <laughs> me. I'm just kind of here lurking about. Next time we have the one and only Fro, the sexiest Fro on Twitch. My man Serenity. Are we doing today, my man? Doing good. And uh, next to me on my left, I have Scuffy McGee. An absolute veteran in MLB The Show, and we're so excited to have you here, my man. And really thankful you took your time out as with everyone, and, uh, you know, we really appreciate it, Scuff. Appreciate having me. And last but not, not least, for sure, my man, Thuny. Uh, and, you know, we've had him on before, so uh, he's he's been out here teaching recently. First week of teaching. Hope that's been going well, Ooh. my man. Yeah, it's been going great, man. So I'm I'm really excited to have all you guys on. If you guys don't know who these guys are, you guys should definitely be checking all of them out. 
absolutely great content creators and all in their unique way. But we have a few new guests, as I said, so I like to go and just, you know, ask these guys questions just to kind of get everyone, you know, situated and kind of get you guys comfortable with being on the uh, show. So I actually wanted to start with Scuffy McGee because uh, you you put out a tweet the other day um, that kind of just like reflected on you know kind of like your come up like back MLB the show 17 I think you posted um, a screenshot of uh, Twitch and like some of your analytics from when you were first getting started so and I don't know if I I, do, I definitely don't know this answer and I probably should but how did you get into streaming and at the time like who were you watching on MLB the show because this was like before my time for sure so I'm just curious like you know what made you get into streaming and kind of like what 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 were those early days like well at first I didn't know what Twitch was until I was at my best friend's house um he had Twitch up I was he was watching Mario speedrunners which is no joke those are legit uh those guys are just crazy mm-hmm. i forgot who was um mainly watching and then i was like trying to figure out like he was saying yeah these guys stream video games up here there's a chat they do live discussions they just live interactions i was like oh okay pretty sweet and i always been playing i would be the show for i mean for god knows when um, mm-hmm. since it came out so he was like this is something may- maybe be up your alley because this is what you like to do and you know i looked into it i saw i always liked um radio i always like sports radio mm-hmm. i like the interaction with that and uh, that's what i listened to during my college days on breaks and stuff like that mm-hmm. and i always wanted to get more creative side on that um and this was kind of an outlet that i saw that i would have fun doing so um i gave it a shot i started at basically almost four years i think on uh, february 11th um so almost a week from day it was my four-year anniversary from starting streaming for the first time wow. and who was there i i know my first mlb stream i watched was movie mm-hmm. um because i was working on weekends and uh, i was working very early and he was like that's when movie was doing his like late night shifts like it was like 3 a.m to like 7 a.m and uh, <laughs> yeah 8 a.m and he was always on when i got to work like if i could put it in the background mm-hmm. and so i started watching him and then it was clutch um and then jv and then i was able to quash started around the same time i did about i think we're like two weeks apart oh wow uh, we started a little bit earlier um so me and quash hooked up and uh it, that's how it's been it's been a fun ride you know it's just taking every day at a time man and i'm still enjoying it just like i did when i first started so i think that's the most important part is have fun with it and still mm-hmm. have fun with it because if you don't then it's uh you know i don't know it's it's a different aspect to it so. yeah no um, and i i definitely you know something about you that i really appreciate scuffy is that you're always very generous with your time and, and helping people out and kind of really giving back to the community and just someone who's been through it so for so long it's it's really cool to see and you know always still offering advice and and you know, still having such an entertaining stream, like you know, we really appreciate that scuff. So oh, yeah, it's awesome, man. Um, I the yeah, of course. Uh, and next question I want to ask is for Dude Food, and this is kind of a little bit more of a simple question and kind of probably like a dorky question, but um, 
when did you discover you had this, you know, this, this, you know, golden voice, as I like to say, like, was this in, in high school? Did you like all of a sudden, you know, one day you're like, wow, like maybe your friend said something or something, but I don't know. Like, I mean, a lot of people, you know, we, you know, that's, it's just one of the, not the only great quality about you, obviously, but you know, um, I just am curious when you kind of really discovered, you know, this, this golden voice of yours. Can you remember? Uh, well, I, I I appreciate that you guys enjoy it. Um, <laughs> you know, growing growing up, I, I always had like a, a deeper voice. Mm -hmm. So people would tell me that I have a deep voice. Mm -hmm. um, so like I was aware of that, but at the same time, like because my voice was a lot deeper, like people could not hear me. Like if I'm having a conversation at a lunch table, sitting yeah. in front of somebody, uh -huh. like I repeat, I have to repeat everything I say like three, four times. Like that just happens on the daily. So it was less about like having a good voice and just like i was aware that i had a deep voice that was about mm -hmm. it so it wasn't really until it until i got in front of a mic and all that kind of stuff that like i was streaming and that people told me that they liked the way that the, my voice sounds mm -hmm. which like i wasn't i wasn't really aware that it was you know better than anybody else's or what people had told me mm -hmm. in that way um so it just really it really came about once i kind of switched off my snowball mic and came to this mic and yeah um got a chance to use like a like a mixer and and uh increase the lows so like the actual deep <laughs> yep. part of my voice that people in real life can't hear finally actually like comes through and i guess people uh people it relaxes people yeah yeah no i want to touch uh, on that because uh thuni was actually streaming a day and he brought up um uh like bed i'm sorry if i'm messing up like but like bedtime and will be the show i can't remember exactly your your um your series, yeah. but uh, yeah, Thuni brought it up baseball. Today. Bedtime baseball, man, and and I absolutely I love the series, dude. Especially you know, I and I do that a lot. I watch people's like sometimes. Well, not when I'm with my girlfriend, obviously, but like when I'm you know when I'm alone and you know I'm I'm like you know going to bed or whatever. I'll, I'll always like throw on a stream or something. So just having something like that is really cool. I think, in my opinion, for sure, it does put babies to bed. From what I've heard. <laughs> I've 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 been told that people will like fall asleep and you know wake up in the morning like like in the middle of the video. So it's it's doing exactly what it's supposed to. Well, you probably have a lot of happy fathers then, I imagine. It's <laughs> 100% true. <laughs> All right. Um next question is for Ray Cheesy. Um and Ray, I think I I feel like we've been doing this probably around the same time. When did you start exactly? Um so I actually started like I made a Twitch account in like 2016, but like mm -hmm. I didn't really know what I was doing. And like I was doing off a PS4. I didn't have like my comment section up. I had no idea if people were in there, never interacted with anybody either. Mm -hmm. um, but I think in 2017, like around, I think it was either December or something like that, I, I kind of started getting into it a lot more. Mm -hmm. um, and ever since then, I've been doing it for what, almost four years now. So it's, been uh it's been yeah. a wild ride so far so yeah you've been you've been grinding for a while and um you know last year was you know a tough year for you know all of us for you know different reasons and whatnot but um for all accounts uh you had a pretty good year last year and um i just want to you know just talk me through that and kind of you know were there any uh, doubts through it all you know um through your streaming career and kind of what has this last year kind of meant for you as as you're starting to you know see see more success and you know developing like a really strong you know community and all that so you just talk me yeah through yeah 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I was actually, it's funny because last night I was streaming, I was telling my viewers mm-hmm. at this point last year, I think I maybe had three people in my stream. Like I, mm-hmm. I mean, I was, I'm still very small too, but at this point last year, I mean, I didn't have like anybody and it was hard for me to even get people in my stream and, and all this stuff. And I finally made a commitment in 2020. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try to do what I can and try to, you know, make a schedule, be live at these points, make sure that I'm, I'm doing everything in, in my power to grow as I can. And, um, I guess not luckily, but I mean, with, with coronavirus, I mean, you couldn't really do too much stuff. Right. So mm-hmm. I was at home a lot of time and I was like, you know, if I'm at home, I might as well stream, do some stuff. And so just, you know, made set times to do it. Streamed every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I think I might've missed maybe one or two weeks. I was on vacation or had something pop up at work, but I just mm-hmm. stuck to it. And then, you know, they say, if you, if you're, if you're committed to it, if you're consistent, it's going to, it's going to help you grow. And, I think people started realizing that, started getting some, some love and some big raids from people as well, and it kind of just went from there. And mm-hmm. luckily, to have some good success in 2020, and hopefully, uh, have some more success in 2021. Just not for me, but for everybody. I think it's gonna be a big year for a lot of. People. Yeah, and uh, we'll definitely get into that because there's a lot of reasons <laughs> right, why yeah, yeah. I think that you know a lot of people are gonna see a lot of success this year. But uh, yeah, it's it's just always awesome to see the story of you know the person that puts in the hard work and it finally pays off and and maybe you don't feel like it's it's there yet for you but i think you're definitely on your way well thank you i appreciate that a ton. <laughs> appreciate it a lot and last but not least i have a question for gomes um if you guys don't know who gomes is he you know like i said this dude is absolutely hilarious he comes up with the the funniest material just just out of nowhere and um talk about an absolute beast i me and scan have talked about it i swear to god gomes like i remember a couple times sds would be done with their live stream and about five minutes later here's gomes with a youtube video going over exactly what was talked about and just it's the 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 grind is absolutely insane so but we'll get we will possibly get into that part later but the question i have for you is have you always been the class clown so to speak and have you ever gotten in any sort of trouble by like the principal your teachers anything like that for maybe saying something a little too ridiculous or anything like that well uh interesting question cuz i was kind of the I don't know, the class exhibit when I was younger at first, I'm what people laughed at, not really because of jokes, you mm-hmm. know, I, I yep. was self-admittedly, I was very awkward, you know, growing up, you mm-hmm. know, I have no problems admitting that. Uh, and I was also um, overweight, which I think played a part in it as well. Um, but I don't know, once I started to, it happened in high school, I met a couple people that kind of showed me how to act normal in a Mm -hmm. sense. Um, Definitely. It just kind of calmed down. Like shit doesn't really matter because I guess Mm -hmm. what I always thought is people would be looking into what you're doing too heavily. So I would just be worried. Well, I don't want to look like a fucking idiot for Mm -hmm. that matter. Um, So eventually, yeah, it it kind of blossomed into that. I would just goof off and uh, do kind of whatever I wanted. Um, did I ever get in trouble with the principal or our teacher or anything like that? Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, (laughs) I remember this. It was this one time, uh, we were messing around. So 
Now, when I say this, I don't want you guys to laugh. Now, I, I wasn't banned, but I was not a banned kid. I played a trumpet, and I was damn good at it. I was not. Hey, I played the trumpet on. too. Okay, Did I have you? no problem admitting that. Uh uh. Yeah, trumpet's a cool instrument. But mm -hmm. whenever I bring up banned, people's all oh, you probably, I don't know, stuck drumsticks up your nose and <laughs> you know, started mm -hmm. playing your trumpet in the fucking cafeteria or something. Not the case. Far from it. In our school. Uh, we didn't take a band that serious. You took a band because you didn't want to take a real class. That's fair. One of my one of my trumpet mates in my class didn't know how to play. Didn't know how to read music, so he just <laughs> didn't. He didn't play when it came to concert time. So, uh, but yeah, there's this one time we uh, messed around and got in pretty big trouble with our music teacher. Uh, what was it? I think we were playing football with uh valve oil for valve of like a trumpet mm -hmm. and it broke open it busted oh, over boy. like a bunch of shit like a bunch of sheet music uh, <laughs> oh, so uh, he he wasn't too keen on that but uh there's quite a few instances but i was never i never got detention so band teachers for part. some whatever reason are just like the strictest teachers i'll never understand why but no there was just certain days where i don't know Usually he was cool. Mm -hmm. but there was just certain days where I don't know. Maybe he didn't get laid that night, the <laughs> night before. I'm not. I'm not sure what the case is, but he was not too happy those days. So, do you have any uh, interesting stories from band camp? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> band, band camp. I don't know. You know. You you know. It's just... You tell me. I don't know what a band camp is. What is a band like, camp? Uh, like, what is that? Like, American Pie band camp, you yeah, know? Yeah. Never mind. It's, um, it's over here. It's a joke. It's a I, joke. I can though. assure you, I, I, never, I never went to a band camp. Uh, I never went to a band camp. <laughs> but no, seriously, yeah. and that, um, you know, kind of what you were referencing earlier is like, you try not to take yourself too seriously and I feel like that's like something a lot of people especially myself can struggle with from time to time you know just taking yourself too seriously and and not really like you know laughing at yourself and you know just kind of rolling with the punches so you know that's definitely something i really respect from you too gums just like kind of just saying whatever is on your mind and and not being afraid of you know if it sounds a little funky or whatever because you know a lot of people love you like i said so um i appreciate I all the answers guys I just stopped caring, you know. Mm -hmm. I I don't just say reckless shit, but you know, I I just like to be a free spirit. <laughs> no, definitely. You you definitely like your adult stars, and you know, good times, and <laughs> yeah. um. But I appreciate all the answers, guys. I really do. Um. So, like I said, today's episode is is all about MLB the Show twenty one. This week on Monday, we actually got some leaks a little bit. Yeah, what was that Saturday Sunday about um you know the Tatis being the cover it ended up actually being true and in my opinion I think Tatis is one of the coolest covers uh just as a cover athlete in general and the cover art I think they they did really well with that and um and they dropped a couple bombshells on us the first one being that MLB the show is no longer a PlayStation exclusive and it's going to be on Xbox now. And this is, you know, a huge, huge step in the right direction. It's going to get a lot of more people 
uh, you know, into the game and being uh, a lot more accessible. So it kind of, what were your guys' initial reaction when you found out that MLB The Show was going to Xbox? I don't know who's going first. <laughs> yeah, so I, I should just call on someone, but <laughs> how about Scuffy? Because uh, because uh, you, you've been in this for a while, so I'm just I'm curious uh, what your first reaction was, Scuff. You're you're muted, He's by muted. the way. You're muted. You're muted. Oh, I'm muted. Oh, there you go. Good. <laughs> you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. Yep, you're good now. Yep, you're good now. Streamer here. Um. Uh, <laughs> It means a lot because the, you got to think of it. Um, I remember I was originally an Xbox person. I uh, had the 360. I remember getting for um, my graduation for high school in 06 to, to give you um, how many years ago that was. And it, we always had games on there. We had 2K and then we have MVP baseball. But Xbox is always, they always were suffering that baseball game. Mm -hmm. I mean, when later years on, they only had RBI baseball. And let's just face it, we all know what RBI yep. does versus MLB the show. So now with Xbox happening, it's going to create, I mean, our community itself is mm -hmm. going to expand exponentially. It's just going to grow. We thought it's been growing since I started streaming, I think from 15 or 16, 17. It's mm -hmm. been slowing. And then we see how big it is right now. I could see it doubling in size because how how many more users or were never had the ability of playing a baseball game being having Xbox because um, they don't want to shell up the money for just one system like a PS4 or PS5 just to play one game. Mm -hmm. Now they don't have to worry about that anymore. It's it's huge. It's more eyes. It's not only that. It's huge for SDS too. More budget, mm -hmm. um, more money, more revenue where they could put it back towards the game. Um, they could. Be, we all know they're a small development studio as is. So um it, it's just it brings so many more possibilities that we could go endless on on how this will affect not only the community the game itself the development student that actually develops this game and you know it to have tatis on the cover as well and being the bona fide well i i call him a superstar i know he's 100%. only 22 years old i call him a superstar just by how exciting and how much he's just much watched baseball and having that name being being there for the first game that's on Xbox is huge, um, and I'm I'm here for the ride. I can't wait to see what comes from it, and mm -hmm. it's I think it's gonna be great. Yeah, no, and as someone who was an Xbox guy for a while, I literally bought the PlayStation Four just to play MLB The Show 17. So, I mean, I know how huge that is for for Xbox guys, especially like all my friends play Xbox too, like my friends here in seattle and they're always like man i wish i could play mlb the show with you but i have an xbox you know so i think it's gonna be really cool and uh you know i'm ex i'm really excited so anything else guys any 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 other reactions from uh from that announcement I think, itself i think scuffy pretty much summed it up perfectly mm -hmm. uh, yeah I, i'm just yeah, i'm just excited also to add on just a little bit more detail he kind of already said it but with the budget, I, mm -hmm. I mean, I like what could that mean for like Diamond Dynasty and New Legends? I mean, we could get some guys that we never thought we would get with the new budget. So I, I just can't wait. So do you guys think that we'll be getting, you know, that that collection reward as someone like an A-Rod or 
like you know like a Barry Bonds or or someone that we just thought you know like a Jeter or something like that like what what's your guys's expectation for that you know every year it's it's one huge guy this year it was kind of like well I guess Mantle was the big one of course but um you know you had Mo and Big Poppy and those guys but um you, what are you? What are your expectations for that that collection reward? I'm over for Hank Aaron. Oh, I, I was gonna oh, say I'm yeah. all on Hank Sorry. Aaron. I Don't think he's to, a perfect yeah. fit. Yeah, Hank Aaron would be dope. Yeah, I think he's, he's a great fit for that main collection. Mm-hmm. He was overdue. My my, my my biggest worry is that like, well, I well not worry anymore, I guess, but mm-hmm. like I thought the game going to Xbox like weeks ago was nearly zero percent chance mm-hmm. i thought Same. like we haven't heard anything until february exactly like yeah, that's what like, we're all saying I, like i would have thought from a marketing perspective if we're having this game on two like multi-platform i would have thought they'd have said that months ago so i was like there's no shot now that it's on xbox and ps5 and everything maybe they do drop the hammer and bring in an unbelievable collection reward like hank aaron or a rod but I'm I'm gonna temper my expectations and be pleasantly surprised like I was with um the Xbox announcement. Mm-hmm. But, I think uh, yeah, I think if there's a time to go crazy with a legend, it's when you have a whole new market. hundred percent. There's so much pressure, I feel like. I wouldn't be surprised if they at least tried hard to get a guy like Jeter this year, especially with mm-hmm. all the Xbox people, which like kind of, I mean, I'm not sure exactly, but to my understanding, Xbox kind of skews a little bit younger as well. And so that's a market that would resonate mm-hmm. and really identify with Jeter big time or a guy like A-Rod. I think they definitely try to get some of those more 2000s legends now that we kind of, you know, are are continuing to go along. That'll be big names that'll be have a shock factor to it. But you, yeah, they took a big step at that. Go, go on, Scott. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, you got to remember, last year they put a survey out for the first time and actually asked you on the show nation what legends you won in this game. We never had that question before for mm-hmm. any survey, and we had that this time around. Um, I do expect this to be the biggest year of legends, without a doubt, and I, I do agree with Vance. It's going to be more 1990s and 2000s. They, they expanded <laughs> yep. that on last year into this year. I don't think about Jeter. Jeter, I, I, if they got Jeter, I think he has to be a cover. Um, in my opinion, that's 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 a good I call. Really I guess, do. yeah. I think he needs to be a cover by how he has his own brand. Let's mm-hmm. just basically, there's the Jeter brand to it, and it, it'll it'll be very remarkable. But then again, I just think his price is way ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but and, and also he's had covers too before, you know. Yes. So like, yeah. he's probably like, yeah, you got to put me on the cover if you want me in the game. That makes he'd sense. Be, yeah, he'd be he'd be a perfect cover athlete. No doubt about that. Mm-hmm. To play devil's advocate a little bit, to go the different direction, since they've got a lot of stuff to do this year that they've never done before for putting the game on all the platforms, probably spending more money developing it in more directions with not just Xbox, but also PS4, PS5 together, mm-hmm. the two generations. What if they have less money to spend on Legends and the fact that it's going to Xbox they don't really need a big legend to get all those Xbox people on there because no, they've been they waiting don't. for so long. They just want the point. game. They don't care who's on there. So mm-hmm. there's that possibility in my opinion as well. But I don't. I don't think they're gonna like scale back at least. But we do know that you know they only have a certain number of legends every year. Maybe this isn't the year that they want to go all in on the legends for that reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you touched on it too. Um, it's gonna be cross play on all four systems so that's i I don't know there's a lot of implications that come from that market 
is going to be absolutely insane. I know you probably thought about it, Ants, about how how it's going to play with all these new players added to it. And uh, as far as servers go, it, it actually makes me a little bit more nervous than anything because I know, you know, especially something like when it came out and the show 17, the servers were not even playable. So, <laughs> like, what what do you guys think about that? Rough. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm really nervous about see... it. Yeah, but I'm excited. I'm interested Sorry, to see how they handle ahead. the market, especially with so, especially with how they're doing it, where the next gens of each platform can't play with the previous gens of the other one. So I don't know. I don't know. That's going to make it really weird for like having a market all to go together. But I'm interested to see how they handle all that being intertwined with each other. Now, is it being crossplay confirmed? There's only going to be one market. I, I'm not when, sure if um, that's going to be the case. If we're going to have a Sony market, an Xbox market, I think there's a chance of that happening. It hasn't been confirmed yet, but if there is yeah. one market, I expect the prices to be at all-time high, especially the first yeah. couple months yeah. without yeah. everyone yeah. knowing yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. what to do, or especially with the new uh, Xbox users, they're going to inflate that price. Just It's just... We'll see. I, I could be completely wrong, but it... Or it could be more cards on the market, so things could be that's cheaper. That's true, too. That, that's yeah. very true, too. Yeah. Less pre-order packs this year, though, than in the past, too, which could... Yeah. 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 You have so to think that they're raising the, uh, like, like, 5 million, like, stub, like, max account would, that you yeah. can I have. they get rid of that entirely. Yeah. Like, that's got to change, I would think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I yeah, I was just about to bring that up, actually, because um, I feel like some of these cards could be in that 5 million range, as crazy as that sounds. Like, especially, like, you know, the 12 and 0 rewards that are impossible to get, you know, for a lot of people, so... Um, yeah, I mean, this is the first time we ever seen that happen, though. Like, yeah, they're I, and they're good about yeah. adjustments on that. It's tough. So yeah, it, yeah. So I, oh no, go ahead. No, I, yeah, we've talked about it previously. Like it was almost too easy to to earn stubs this year, and yeah. I really, I'm really curious if they're gonna, you know, roll back a little bit on the ways that you can earn cards. If that makes any sense, like, um, like getting all those free cards through, um tops now and like the postseason program and e even you know even the the program itself the any program like like ants is someone who grinds it out you know the first day and sells it for max amount of stubs so um i'm just curious how that'll play out too it was interesting I think that they even talked just, about <clears throat> sorry go ahead i think even just like raising the stub cap could help that a lot mm -hmm. if you raise the stub cap and then you don't have a bunch of cards at a million let's say chipper jones sells for six and a half now and you could buy them outright then that is transferring subs more around is going to kind of raise up the price of everything so then having more subs won't get you as far so then it's you know kind of a roundabout way of still allowing people all these ways to generate subs to where they can use them to where they want to uh without kind of running into these roadblocks of having so many cards that aren't obtainable essentially if you're not going to make world series go 12 and 0 anything mm -hmm. of that sort that does also pose an issue, I think, because you think about maybe more casual player trying to get a hold of that card, even though it's easier to make stubs overall, you know. If a player's price goes to five, six million, that's just like even more out of reach for someone who is probably like more of a casual player who doesn't even see that many stubs anyway. So I think there's a whole balancing act with how many stubs you earn and players you can sell, and they just got to hope we 
tinker with that this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, coming from like Madden a little bit, like that game has an unlimited bank account. Like it has an unlimited like purchasable value on cards, and I never saw cards go over three million over there. Like even on like the forty-eight hour limited card, like MLB doesn't even have limited cards. Like they would do limited cards you could only get in packs. Yeah, like you had to spend money. I like I don't see MLB having five or six million stub cards if they opened everything up. But I mean, who's to say? I I don't know. That's just what my thoughts are. Yeah, I could definitely see some of those limited cards too, um, and, and especially an incentive to make themselves a little bit more money. But I have a feeling that a lot of people are going to be, you know, putting a lot of money into stubs this year. Uh, especially if these are some of these legends that we're talking about may or may not come out. But uh, that also brings if they drop a, a sorry. No, go ahead. All right. If they drop a Joe Maurer, I'm dropping like a mortgage <laughs> on the game. I'm I'm jumping all over that. Dude, if Roberto Clemente is <laughs> in the game, I'm literally do... dropping a rack. I'm not afraid. Of <laughs> I would almost just throw no money spend out the window to get a Derek Jeter card. <laughs> if like, they did the Joe like, Maurer. If they did yeah. Joe Mauer, they're going to make you do that 200 hits again going from rookie to prime. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that was Rookie to prime mission. Those were, those were great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but I think the do food, or some someone brought it up, but the, the mention of, you know, catering a little bit more to casuals, um, one of the, the pieces of information that we got is that the game is actually the gameplay? I'm, I'm not exactly sure how this is going to be played out, but the gameplay is going to be split into casual, which is going to cater more to like the beginners and the ones that just, you know, don't really want to play competitively. Then you have the simulation, which is more of like regular baseball, you know, um, how it's currently played. And then you have the competitive mode that's basically just based on user input um and i think i think that kind of covers all the bases that we we are asking for in a game because there's a lot of competitive people that you know they just want user input to matter and then at the same time there's a lot of more casual people that you know um you know don't for whatever reason you know don't like playing on hall of fame or legend difficulty stuff like that so I'm just curious what you guys thought about that that announcement. I'll go with you, uh, Os Gomes first. What do you think about that? Uh, I think it's a great decision. I I know Madden has it. I don't think 2K has that sort of thing. Yep. Um, but as far as like the casual players, I'm not sure if that's gonna matter because all or at least I think it's all online head to head is gonna be on competitive. So the casual option is, I think, more so if you want to play versus a friend or if you're doing couch co-op. And then simulation would be if you want that option or for franchise or such, it would be the most realistic. Um, But I think it's a great addition. I don't think it's going to mean ratings won't matter. I think you're still going to have a lot more success if you have somebody with more power than, you know, 80 power should play better than 20 power, one would think. Yeah. Um, but it should pack a hell of a lot more wall up than it did in 20. So I'm looking forward to that. Do you think this opens up, you know, more of an expanded uh, uh, esports scene? With, with God, I uh, hope so. Uh, Hopefully, it's yeah. a step in that direction. It's yeah. sick. 
hope so. It's, yeah, they got to do, do better in ESL. That was. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was horrible. That, that, that is one ESL thing I wanted on to <laughs> mention because uh, ESL works with Sony. Mm -hmm. So now that they're that they're not strictly on PlayStation, I wonder if they can maybe use something else. I, I don't know. I'm not really sure, but that that would be nice. Or if they just fix whatever they're doing wrong, which is everything. Yeah, or hopefully <laughs> a year, two, or three down the road have their own like kind of in-house esports scene like mm -hmm. 2K and yeah, Madden okay. have right now. I think now. that has to be the end game. That, that, is no, yeah, yeah, I mean, that that in. It definitely Same. is the end game. Well, especially without... like with cross-platform too. Like they're the only sports game that's that has cross-platform, right? I don't mm -hmm. think. Which was, um, yeah. That's so on brand for SDS too, I feel like, to come out the gate cross-platform yeah, so... when Madden yeah. and 2K have been on multiple platforms forever yeah. and, you know, haven't done it yet. It's such a big move. Like it literally yeah. is like, I mean, I think that shows like, what direction they're kind of trying to go in too. Mm -hmm, I mean, mm -hmm. that, I don't know. That's how I look at it. I'm just... It'll be awesome. yeah, I've been saying, well, I, I talked about this in a tweet. I've been saying it for the longest time. Like, like the, the fact that they split up competitive and simulation, like that's what I've been saying has to be like the actual developmental approach. Otherwise, mm -hmm. as a game's going to be bad forever, like they have to change it so that these two things are separate because baseball has a lot of flaws in real life and they've been focusing on it too much. They've tried to been including these bloopers and lineouts and all this stuff and like feature it as part of the gameplay and i've been saying like until they they make that conscious decision and like split that up nothing's going to change and i think uh, also part of that tweet i said that i think baseball is different than 2k madden baseball uh basketball and uh football the fact that there's just so many moving parts like when you're playing football you got four four to ten people trying to tackle one guy at one time mm -hmm. all this momentum all these like ai interacting with each other at one moment that kind of stuff doesn't happen in baseball. You got like the ball hitting the bat, ball hitting the wall, ball hitting the glove. Everything's happening like one at a time. I think that fundamentally is just different than other sports. And that's why I actually think that we can actually have a better game than the rest of sports games. So I've always mm -hmm. held, out that, held out that hope. And I hope that this is the start for that. So I've been, I've been talking about it for a long time and I'm, I'm super, super pumped. That was like, I didn't really care about the cover to be honest, but the <laughs> fact that they dropped that, that piece of information that day like made me way more excited than i expected mm -hmm. it's especially this is the year they had to do it expanding their user mm -hmm. base this is absolutely the year they had to do it especially for competitive you're gonna have more players playing this game um they already we, we saw the past few years they dip into esports and it's it's only going to gradually get better and better as you guys mentioned the end game is definitely for them to do it themselves i i fully feel like that's the case and we'll have something similar to like we see with the MCS, which I mean, we'll all love to see. And it's, I without doubt would say this game for a sports game is the most exciting when it's played at a high competitive state. Mm -hmm. um, when you watch two high players going at it, yeah. it is, um, we have these shootouts where, yes, it may be now having the competitive uh, skill base. We are going to see high scoring games. It's just the way it's going to be. But that's also very fun to watch. I mean, we've seen these top guys. I believe we had Darius and uh, Be True. I believe, I, I think it was in uh, this, this time last year on the ESL Cup, they had mm -hmm. this finals, best out of three. And they were going back and forth for game number three. It was like a, a 15, 14 game. But you see the reaction within chat, how, mm -hmm. how great, like going back and how hyped up this is. It's something that we they see that um it's it's great to see that they put that there because they're seeing that user input matters this is a video game after all mm -hmm. yes it's a baseball game 
but it is overall a video game where input should matter and uh I, i'm 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 excited i am excited it's going the right direction so yeah. one thing that i'm uh, uh, sorry just a quick point that i wanted to bring up so like one thing that i'm curious about because we're talking about like esports and everything baseball in general like we've noticed it on social media like nba has a giant social media presence on twitter people notice it the mlb and major league baseball or major league baseball doesn't have a huge presence on social media i wonder if they start like the official mlb account starts tweeting a little bit more about like the video game because a video game brings mm -hmm. in a younger audience baseball's looking to bring in more younger people to watch the actual sport and this could be a way like bringing a whole group of people playing video games over to hopefully bring that group over to watch more baseball in general. So I'm really curious to see how that plays out. Yeah, I, I know it's been, it's been rumored some, but I feel like there's no doubt in my mind that Major League Baseball was kind of the driving force of this game coming to Xbox. I think they kind of went to this was like, hey, <laughs> we're trying to grow our game. Younger audiences, they're playing video games. We need to reach as big of a scene as possible because it's not happening with RBI baseball. So, like, if we want to continue no. this, it's you, you got to go to Xbox. There. Yeah, I agree. I think the only way they get they extend the licenses is mm -hmm. to have that agreement on board of extending the game to multi-platform. I I I I know that was rumored, but I could definitely see that that be the case. Mm -hmm. No, and it's it's weird because like. It's, there's so many things that we could, you know, talk about how MLB has done a bad job of marketing, but this seems like a really, really big step in the right direction. And mm -hmm. it's at the same time, it's almost crazy that it's taken this long to go over to Xbox now that we were talking about it because, um, you know, I, I feel like there's definitely a correlation between the hype in 2K or in the NBA and 2K at the same time. And, and same with like, madden and then you have people like tim the tap man streaming the games on thursdays and stuff like that so i uh, i, I mean, think somebody they, i can't remember i can't remember who it was but somebody today just had a thread going on on twitter of what are some mlb players that you know of just because they're in it will be the show mm -hmm. and use them and i mean that's been the, i mean there's been players that i've learned about and followed just from the game for sure mm -hmm. yeah i no. bought a tio hernandez jersey just because of this game <laughs> <laughs> how much i love it i'm not even joking i did that for ben gamble too the one that yep. they uh, wore yes yeah, sir I, I did too. Mm -hmm. so it was an honor to wear that along, along with that all we can expand kind of like integration with major league players as well i mean we saw it with the players league this year but i feel like that's just like barely scratching the surface on what could be doable there and i mean that would expand the game big time both baseball and mlb the show mm-hmm yeah, no, I, I hope they bring something back like the Players League again, if they can. Like, that was just so fun to watch, man. Even if the gameplay wasn't, you know, the greatest, but it was just fun to watch. And I'm then you better. have someone like Tatis playing too, which is, like, really cool. So I wonder if they're trying to do the same sort of thing this year. We'll see. But Yeah, I think something like that would be cool, like maybe around the All-Star break, do, like, a small little tournament. <laughs> With some people i think that would probably be a good or idea. or they could maybe do what madden did with like their all-star game the pro bowl they had a group of players mm -hmm. from uh, each conference and a couple of celebrities i don't know about the celebrities oh, yeah. part but they could do just a couple of players from each team get them on a game and hand them the controller or something like that are you saying some gums uh maybe in the off season they could do it as well um but one thing i'll add on to serenity's point it'd be a bit tougher 
because it's just two players unless they pass off the controller after each at bat, which that's another topic as far as how to get more co-op play into the show because it's obvious that would be a huge market. People buy 2K just to play Park with Friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Madden has it. I haven't played it. I like their squads or what's the park style thing that they added this year? What's the yard? The, the, the yard. yard? Yeah. Yeah, the yard. Yeah. Do people enjoy that? D- 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 does anybody know? Is that uh, well? Honestly, a I lot played? I actually saw a tweet saying like, like I'm saying like no one touches it recently. Like why and like asking why. So I'm pretty sure no, but I don't know. Yeah, and that's yeah. I feel like they haven't really talked about it. Well, it's like, similar it's to MLB in that there's so many moving pieces, so many players on the field that probably you know mm-hmm. people probably be the same couple positions. So I don't know how they balance that on that. Mm-hmm. I think the the main two are 2K and an EASHL and uh, FIFA. What they do on there? Those are the main three that I see people like play with those kind of modes. Yeah, and it's definitely not happening this year for MLB The Show, so unfortunately that's something I would have liked to see, but, you know, we do have a lot of good stuff to be helpful for at least. Um, Another big thing that they touched on was expanding Road to The Show and Franchise. As someone who has definitely touched a lot of the franchise, I'm really excited to see what the, the options are, and they did talk about using road to the sh- your road to the show player in different modes and i'm just curious do you guys think that means using him in diamond dynasty or just possibly in franchise yeah let me diamond find the exact quote because i think it's down to interpretation that quote okay that i've seen diamond dynasty is confirmed i forget I oh really it's on the blog or if you were to go to pre-order the digital if you look at the description it says um, use your create a ball player in Road to the Show in Diamond Dynasty. Oh wow! So yeah. Assuming, yeah. So that part's confirmed. And what I assume you're gonna have to upgrade him throughout playing Road to the Show. You're not gonna be able to do shit in Diamond Dynasty to make him better. I'm I'm like all that for one. that. Hundred percent. Like that. like that's like the that. mode that was been severely lacking depth for a while or mm-hmm. reason to play it. Oh I, yeah, I, I just used to play. That's how I got started. I yeah, I just found really that cool. on the description. Yeah, it does say yeah, lead your ball player. It's yeah. a, yep, lead your ball player to Road to the Show and Diamond Dynasty Glory as a two-way star is the exact That's cool. quote. So, That's like, cool. I think, like, I was thinking about this quote for a while, too. I feel like the, the main interpretation is you connect your player from Road to the Show to Diamond Dynasty, but I think there are other interpretations with that wording on the two-way star. Like, does that mean, like, also we get, like, a pitcher hitter kind of player like an otani kind of player as that's like gotta be what it means like right i think road so. to the show player because like i so i was like there's it's up to interpretation for me because like could, are they just adding that player to both modes are they connecting each other i i don't know how you I think it could also mode. just simply be just this two modes like right. a star in both modes yeah you know? yeah that's but what i, was I think thinking. it'd be cool the other way what i i was thinking is like would you have to i'm assuming you'd have to do multiple positions right because in really yeah. the show pretty sure you're locked as one position as your main as your primary right mm-hmm. so you'd have to do if you want a starter you want a closer you have to do multiple and grind it out which i personally could rather than just doing you know a bunch getting a bunch of op created players like at all positions right out of the gate by doing mm-hmm. just a couple moments and you know just 150 innings which to be fair is just do a bunch of diamond dynasty games that's nothing i think that's really cool 
honestly. Do we'll any of you guys there. dislike Road of the Show? I'm just curious. Like, do any of you guys not like playing that mode? Hate I it. haven't played it they for years. Haven't, uh, currently, no. They haven't changed anything in 13 years. I can't fucking stand it. So they if they heard that. But what, if it they did so change, if they did overhaul, completely overhaul, would that be something that you would be more willing to dive into? Because, like, for me, that's honestly how I kind of got into MLB The Show, mm-hmm. is playing Road yeah. to the Show. So I'm That, just, uh, yeah. uh, like, like, j- like, just as a little kid, like, my dad would buy the MLB The Shows for me when I was super young, just so I could make my Road to the Show character, and my dad could watch me on the twins like that was how i got the game it's like a little 11 year old kid for free so mm-hmm. i would love to play road to the show again mm-hmm. yeah and then I it's just two on for six months straight with my road to the show save and that's mm-hmm. like that's the only thing that's the only game i'd play that was mm-hmm. it so yeah i mean i don't know if i dislike road to the show now but i've become indifferent to it there's no like real reason or drive to play it but writing yeah. out a character i could use in dd would definitely be a start in the right direction in terms yeah. of adding motivation there. Let's let's bring in March to October um, from this year. It's mm-hmm. basically similar to that, how that intertwined with Don and Don. So you, you do some of this, it helps you for Team Infinity, right? So, mm-hmm. and you saw how many people love, especially when March to October was double points as well. How many people <laughs> went back to March to October, like, yo, yep. let me continue March mm-hmm. October. And I feel like a majority of people did like it. it they actually played it. They it, At first they probably didn't think of playing it, but then, they played it, some of them enjoyed it, and it got you uh, those affinity uh, points for face their franchise or something like that. So um, now you're bringing that type of aspect from Road to Show into DD, and it, it, it only could be a positive, I think. Um, but yeah, I, I'm curious if they revamp that as well, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, yeah I they heard you bring Road to the Show in. Yeah, if they bring Road to the Show in, they might have to also put some structure on it too with like this uh, difficulty and things like that. So just like March yeah. to October, you're stuck at like Hall of Fame. We might see a little bit of that in Road to the Show, and I wonder if that's going to be like standard or if it'll be like an option like, okay, I don't want to bother with Diamond Dynasty. I just want to turn this option off. Or like, will everybody have to do like, you know, choose a difficulty and stick with it? Mm-hmm. I think you'd have it where, assuming if you're progressing your player through Road to the Show, even some simple like the higher the difficulty, the quicker you'll progress. Or the, like a multi- you know, if you're playing on rookie, you're it's gonna yeah. take a whole lot longer to get your guy up. Yeah. Versus if you're on legend batting three fifty, he's gonna, you know, progress relatively quickly. Yeah, you can have a multiplayer or what I can't even talk. A multi multiplier that's you know, you know, one one on rookie, two on veteran, three all star. I think you could definitely do that. hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the same way you earn more rewards, better rewards, playing at higher difficulties on March to October, you would think the same would translate. Play on a higher difficulty, you progress faster. You just play on beginner and hit 40 homers in 2D8 <laughs> games, and then we got, there you go. <laughs> Everyone breaking the home run record, you know how it is. <laughs> that in 8.33 in 162 games, just lighting the world on fire. <laughs> <laughs> No, I've been I, I got it. I've, I've been getting into it recently just because I want to have that as a reference point once twenty one comes out and seeing some of the features and like I think they were trying to do the right things. It just like nothing was very cohesive. Like they had good ideas, they just didn't execute well. And I think that's a pretty common thing with SES is what I've seen. But um, I'm I'm hopeful, and I I think. 
especially for everyone else, like it could be another piece of, you know, content that you kind of lean on, especially certain days or something like that, where you just want to grind out your road of the show guy for diamond dynasty. I think it just opens up for the, sure. the opportunity to just make that much more content. And, and honestly, I feel like what this does and what they're trying to do is like, make sure the game doesn't go stale. Cause I feel like we're in mm -hmm. a state right now where the game is just so stale. And the only reason that it's not stale is because of people like scan and people like scuffy who are out here hey man, running dude. running these these leagues, dude. There's no if they didn't have these leagues, I would have no, you know, no reason to play or even really watch in that that aspect. So um, Do you think SDS was banking on them having people do this? Like they were just like, okay, content's done in, in January. We put custom leagues in the game. Like there's gonna be somebody out there to, you know, carry. <laughs> I mean I, not, I don't know uh, honestly not only the, not only that just bring uh build that foundation um because mm -hmm. we all know how many people wanted online franchise and they were upset um that was taken away or just removed and it, they pretty much with the new i believe it was like network code or so, some type of code they had to rebuild from scratch they weren't able to bring back online franchise but uh, that's the way I really started playing online is just online franchise, building those communities within the leagues itself, going to group meetings, talking trash, having fun with mm -hmm. it. And I think that was a big piece missed. Um, I think a lot of people used to play online, even when DD was part of it in 17. I know a lot of people that didn't even touch DD. They just rather do online franchise. Um, I think this is the way to build up back, back, build that back up. Uh, eventually keep on adding to this mode and just showing that we're we're in here to uh, bring that back eventually um but to go back to your point to food i definitely think this is what they expected or at least for i i, I guess content wise or mm. see see if the, a lot more people play online uh leagues especially when we don't have that much content weekly mm -hmm. do you th so do you guys yeah, think I it's coming back next year then you guys think Cause I'm just, I'm just thinking like, just as far as like network and all that, like in server and all that, I just kind of get nervous when you add I, all these different, you know, uh, consoles to it. So I don't see online franchise coming back. I just see custom leaks getting expanded on. Let's just mm -hmm. do that. Yeah. That's okay. I too. I, yeah. Um, I, yeah, that's all I'll say. I think it was cool that they had the Diamond Dynasty aspect to it, too. You could use your Diamond Dynasty card. I think that was a big dub this year, 100%. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now is the the next step is to do, like, more, like, with online franchises and give us more control on, like, the, the players that every team has and all that. And that it probably isn't the easiest to do, but, you know, let us, like... I think one of the things that would be annoying about doing a franchise league is that to get every player, you have to have 30 teams in there. And mm -hmm. obviously, the more teams you have, the more games you have to play, and it's so hard to manage. And like, it would be nice to had some balance where you can manage to like fill up a league with these teams of players, but like, you don't have to have thirty users. So like, if you need Mike Trout in the custom league with the the live rosters, you need someone to play the Angels. If no one plays the Angels, no Mike Trout. So, mm -hmm. like, I think that in terms of, like, making a custom league creative and give us more con control over that, I think that would be a, some sort of big step in my eyes. I'm a big uh, presentation guy. 
So like what I think of people playing custom leagues, like Scan gets all these content creators together and the Silent League is absolutely fantastic. Scuffy with like the most fun I've had playing this game in a long time with the Moneyball League, man. This has been super fun. But like for the people playing and the people watching, this isn't us booting into rank. Like this is it, its own like custom niche experience. It'd be cool if they added better like presentation to it too. Maybe mm-hmm. have like, like give us a chance to put the MLB network theme on, may, maybe add additional commentary lines from like Vaskersion or other people in the booth, like maybe additional replays. I'm just weird like that, that I would like more presentation for those more intimate modes in like a custom league as mm-hmm. compared to rank. But um, I'm, I loved what they did this year and I can't wait to see what happens in 21. Yeah. Imagine if scan could just upload the, the logo yeah, and then like stuff is popping up yeah. on the screen while we're playing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be fantastic, man. A little ticker below with all the scores across the league. Oh, that'd be cool. I think oh, would be man, that'd yeah, be cool. that'd be cool. Yeah, I hope they're taking notes. Someone out there, you better be taking notes. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> um, I'm gonna defer to you, Scan. Do you have any questions to ask? No, I think we touched on everything. I was gonna talk about. I mean, I think one thing that I was potentially think would be a great conversation with all of us is like talking about like content and obviously MLB the show 20 content was fantastic at least most of us really on board with it for a while and obviously things staled out right for this point um of the year and I just want to ask because we have so many like different creative minds in here like what do you think of content like how do you think they could adjust things content wise to make it fresh and make some make it different from this kind of thing we had this year because obviously we got a little burnt out of it some point this year and even though we had like players were very, there were a ton of great players this year. I think that the content, like the kinds of players we had were very similar to last year and the way we earned those players mm-hmm. was very similar. And I was curious if anyone had like any thoughts about like how they could change that up and make that fresh. Cause I'm a big content guy. I love the content and you know, I could talk about this kind of thing forever. Well, they talked about getting rid of or not, not getting rid of, but they, they talked about like, streamlining the inning programs right so i think that covers yeah content in general streamlining so i wonder if they're going to just completely knock out stars like stars are no longer a thing for like you know getting your 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 inning program done or anything like that i wonder if it's more of like just playing the game or something like that i i'm thinking and hoping it's gonna add a lot of flexibility to kind of how they approach their content where you know whether so basically, whatever you're doing and however you want to approach it, you're going to be able to complete a program per se. You're not going to have to go through and then do the showdown and conquest and follow this exact formula. There's going to be a lot more flexibility to it, hopefully. And I think that could be good for you know a new player to help simplify it instead of kind of getting overwhelmed with oh I need to I need to do the showdown and then this conquest and this collection and you know I think that's something we kind of take for granted a little bit, so to speak. You know, we've all been playing dd for a long time now so when they add something like showdown it's pretty easy to grasp because you know we understand the rest of the game as a whole but if you're brand new from xbox you're not going to know or understand any of the concepts or modes or anything so i could i could see how that would be overwhelming if they booted up day one and there's all these different modes and they need to do this that and the other can be very kind of overwhelming do you see like like a skill type of tree like you see RPG, like they give you this path. You go down once you complete something. You just put a point there, and you see where you're leading up to. Mm. 
That'd be That's really interesting. Cool. I like yeah. that the visual um, aspect of a tree. Yeah, just a, yeah. like yeah, just so you're like, okay, I, I know I want this card, so I'm going to start putting my any points I get from any online mode or anything I play. And it doesn't have to tell you what to play. You just by just playing the game. And it's funny because I'm still unlocking cards by just playing because I, I mostly don't mm -hmm. really grind like you guys. Mm -hmm. um, I mostly just play P just anything against any other uh, player out there. Um, but it's crazy how you still unlock things to this day. But it'd be kind of cool where you could allocate those points and say, oh, I like this card. I'm going to shoot for that card. I'm going to do that skill tree. From that side, and, and like say Kluber's on one side, just to be reference. My God, I hope we don't get a 99 pitcher very early <laughs> next year. But um, <laughs> but say if you go there and you, say you had Kershaw here, and then another starter there, and you could just pick who you want to go for, and that'd be kind of cool. And it just streamlines that. I don't know. I'm just thinking offhand from after hearing that. I thought that this year, I think most people would agree that Team Affinity brought some of the most hype to like content this year mm -hmm. just ever like i was like waiting for that day that team affinity comes out i wonder if streamline means that a lot more cards are going to come out that way instead of waiting once per season instead of waiting for three cards to come out for a program we've got 30 cards coming out once a month every team's got a new card coming out something like that where like the focus goes towards your team and uh just a lot more going on with the with a program like that i like that Mm, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. As long as they're able to like continually produce enough quality cards for mm -hmm. each team, and you're going to be the probably not any well. Rangers cards, so we're going to be like an 80 overall theme team again. It'll be a lot of fun. Diamond Gallo shows still be coming. Yeah, we'll just get like 18 Gallows, like one one <laughs> yeah. overall higher up as we keep going through. Yeah. Just yeah, go through but, every rating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, go back to the old Diamond. I mean, Bronze Gallo, and then go work your way up. <laughs> I do like uh, Duke Food's point because you get to see the progress. Like once you go to mm -hmm. uh, Team Infinity, what do you see? You see every team and then percentage of your progress. And then you say, oh, okay, I'm this this point here. That'd be kind of cool way to do it. Like every month, I, I didn't think of that. Yeah. Uh, kind of like a little bit. As like hype as the drops for Team Infinity were, I mean, those are some of my favorite stream days along with the inning programs. Those are like my two you know, favorite days. Those times in between as well also were kind of dragged out at times, especially between, I think it was TA3 and 4, or maybe 2 oh, and 3. it was a long time between TA3 and TA4. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. like July till, what? Like three or four months or something crazy. Right. Yeah. So kind of having, mixing in the big drops with some more paced content as well to keep everything flowing outside of just like a player program. You know, I mean, the player programs were cool. I loved them, but it wasn't one of those things where it's like, oh, yes, we get a player program today. Like, I'm so hyped. It was just kind of, oh, yeah. okay, player program. I can't speak uh -huh. for everyone, Ants. How do you know I'm not just pumping my fist whenever I see that 86 scary wood? Honus <laughs> 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 Wagner. Well, I mean, I do remember there being hype about that Kerry Wood. We were, everyone was on Twitter guessing what the card was based off the teasers for like two days. Uh, and I, then uh, I remember I, I was just using a reference card. That's the first one I, 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 I know. I know. <laughs> I, I, I never really used no. like Serenity. I was just thinking of one of the lower tier cards. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I, no, I think they did reach a point where they were stale. What I think they really need to do better, this is something I've talked about in a couple streams before. Um, the biggest disappointment for me uh, by far is the Evolution program. They released five. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. 
fixed on one hand. Yeah, they have to do better with that. And what I think they could do is kind of go back to the roots of MLB 16, where you have a low tier yes. card and a pack alongside the headliner, mm-hmm. and it's not that hard to pull. It's not like the Mauer was 200k or some shit for a silver card. Make <laughs> it somewhat easy to attain. You don't need to have it be 200 hits, but you know, a challenge to get it. Something like mm-hmm. that. Just add more content that way. Because I definitely agree. We'd have some huge shit. We would have a program about once a month or so. We would have a team affinity drop every couple months. But in between then, there would be, you know, just the week-to-week content needs work. They made it more frequent. Now they just have to make it better. Mm-hmm. I'll add another thing I would love to see. And we talk, I mean, this is the BR player in me. Um even though that we were a short season this year where tops down cards were just beastly and which made sense because we had the 60 game season, mm-hmm. but I want to see more silver gold mm-hmm. bronze flashbacks. And mm-hmm. um, especially I miss like we had Logan more. There's come some live series cards that we had this year that, that could have got flashbacks. Like Logan Morrison was in this game. We could got his silver raise one. Uh, AJ Ramos was added. We could got his gold card. We saw within the Babe Ruth program, the all-timers program, how they had those type of cards. We saw a Brad Brock that was a gold. But anyway, a, a single way they could do this, and um, I pray this is Tyler's idea, Daddy Demu's idea, and I, I I loved it when he when he told me about this is when they do headliners. You have the diamond headliner, but you're guaranteed to get uh, either like a silver, gold, or a bronze flashback of that. I card. love that. That's cool. And that's already put into the inventory. So. Um, you automatically get that, but it adds another player um, of that player into the inventory that you can use for, say, theme teams or for, um, like I said, BR. So uh, that's something I would love to see. I think jumping off that too, like the packs, I feel like they could have done a lot with. I mean, they literally just had like headliners, like mm-hmm, back yeah. in like sixteen mm-hmm. and seventeen, they had so many different packs of like pitcher packs. Like there's like there's so many different player packs. I don't remember them all off the top of my head, but. Like the packs wise, it just like headliners. It's like, oh cool, I pulled a headliner. Like, right. Awesome. I think, like, yeah, I, I love the themes. Like they had, yeah, like, exactly the theme. Yeah, baseball players who like play football in college. You got to get, like, in sixteen, it was a like a diamond Jeff Stamarja, like on the A's or something, mm-hmm. and it was cool. I mean, it was unique. I- I've always wanted them to bring that back. I'm not sure why they went away from it. I, I thought it was so cool. It kind of made me want to get them when they came out, like the packs. I think another thing would be getting more quality cards and pack as well, uh, packs as well. Like, I mean, a lot of those, there was a lot of those headliners that were really good. But even, you know, for example, I think it was maybe set one, maybe set two, but that Jimmy Rollins, like even when you pulled on like week one, it wasn't that crazy right. of a card and he was, you know, the headliner. Compared to like, it'll be 16, you could pull like the the best card in the game. One of was A-Rod and you could pull him out of a standard pack. You could just, he could pop up and be there. You know, maybe not that crazy, but I think having some more, something else to chase pack-wise would would help that a lot. Oh, definitely. So let me ask you, would you want limited cards? Like limited edition cards, like how Madden does. Like there's a hundred percent. I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind. Would, One million percent. It. I'm on board with that. That's that's part of like card collecting. Um, you mm-hmm. try to get like say no. the Jason Dominguez one out of ten cards to you know something like that. Um, that you call it mm-hmm. on and be like, yo, that's what I have. I, I will be all for it, but I'm curious on what you guys think. Like each I wouldn't. They had like a variation that was like one out of five thousand or something that was juiced way yeah. more if they released a mm-hmm. I, I 
headliner. And then this was like plus five at everything, but there was only 5,000 of them, like some super rare variation like of prestige. it. Prestige. <laughs> you get this extra prestige, like, oh, there's only this so many prestige right. of this card. Yeah. That would be I will wild. say, generally, I would rather they do time based limiteds. Because mm-hmm. we, we've seen this. It used to be the issue with monthly award packs. They all sell out some people at work, some people at school. They can't buy them, so they miss out on that opportunity. So if you only yeah. have mm-hmm. 100,000 of that card, yes, it might not be easy pull rates. But if you have, you know, we just added another new console. Tons of more people are going to be opening packs. So I don't think it's fair for those who are at work or, you know, have other obligations so I would, I'm okay if they had a couple instances where it is like baseball cards would be, oh, it's out of a hundred. Um, but generally if they added limited cards, I would rather they do time-based. So everybody at least has a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, like they're only in packs for this till this day or something like that. Yeah. 24 mm-hmm. hour limited card. Oh Something man, away. can you imagine pulling one of those on stream, bro? <laughs> That'd be so oh, hype. Dude, I, I, think it'd be so, like, I don't really oh, I, I don't oh, man, ever see dude. complaints about it on that inside. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm maybe I'm not looking, but yeah. I, I think and, it'd be and cool. Those are those are the little kind of things that they could do at this stage in the year too, where a lot of people are like upset about a ninety-four overall overall card coming in an event where you don't have to have like these huge drops, just get like one little thing every couple weeks that would just mm-hmm. be so impactful that it would just you know, carry for, for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing while, while we're talking about limited, um, we saw this year with the Tatis, like the 48 hour one, what I think would be kind of cool is if they integrate, like say player of the week, like say someone gets player of the week, mm-hmm. or player of the week, they get that. So for the next week, their card is boosted to whatever. So if you have the inventory, you get this boosted card for a week because they were player a week and then it will be or something like that. I think that'd be kind of cool, cool too. I mean, they're just tapping the potential with what they did with that Fernando Tatis card. Yeah, that yes. definitely, yeah, exactly. that, it seemed like that was kind of like a big step because I, like none of us thought that was even really possible that they could do that. So it was really cool to see something like that. Like literally out of nowhere. It was yeah. like a couple of days after yeah. Tatis's Grand Slam. And then I remember I was like in the middle of a ranked game live and it wasn't even at like normal content time. It was at like, I think two Mm -hmm. like that what and there's like people in my chat going there's a 99 tatis i was like you're lying like nah like what no you're joking like and then i look at lb the show and they tweet it and i was like what (laughs) like i was like generally surprised like it was cool (laughs) as someone who used tatis all year those were some good days the good two days for me (laughs) i'm curious if they knew if he was going to be covered by then that's what i was gonna say i was gonna say that yeah maybe (laughs) Because they know usually within, like, what? I would say, like, more than six months. I mean, you had yeah. to have it in. I mean, once they release, I assume they start planning. Well, at least, for, like, figuring out on who they want for the next year. Mm-hmm. So, uh, question for everybody, because I've talked about this on, like, a couple stream decks ago. But I want to hear what everybody else's um, ideas are. So, we're going to be getting a whole other group of Xbox players. We're all going to be playing each other, like PS5 and, and the X, and the newest Xbox, PS4, um, the Xbox um, One or whatever. All we have right now for playing ranked is ranked seasons. Like, do you think that there's going to be new additions to 
like ranked outside of just events in BR? Like, what would you like to see? Or do you think we're still going to have the standard, like up to 900 is World Series? And that's just basically what you do for ranked seasons. I've talked about it quite a bit that I think that they got to, they got to let people play at the difficulty that they want to play at. Mm-hmm. whether that's doing like some kind of voucher system to get points towards like a world series reward. Um, and like, if people need to play on legend, they got to play on legend. There's no chance, no shot in the world that they should be playing on veteran even to start the year. And uh, like that, I think needs a big restructure in terms of like something brand new. Like I just, I just want to see good gameplay. Like I don't care about that as much. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, the breakdown of the games that they, the, the modes that they have at the moment, if you just make them a little bit better, like custom leagues, I think people would have been happy to play earlier on too, if the game played a little bit better. And I, you know, I I don't expect them to go all in with a new like competitive mode, at least this year. I think something easy you could do is a weekend league though, at the same time, like just make it similar to ranked, have a certain amount of games you can play, you know, make it 15, 20 games or something like that. And I don't know. You you could just put you you, know, you could mass you that where like events is like you just make it a weekend event basically. Yep, you know, it, I feel like you just take you say you nailed it. You structured the events and that's mm-hmm. how you do it. And you just the higher you go in win total, you just get like like a bunch of stub reward and like maybe like a twenty pack bundle or ten packs if you like go twenty five and zero. You know, just mm-hmm. to follow the structures from other games. Yeah, I mean, if they added in some kind of limited card as well, I mean, that would be a perfect reward for that you get high enough up and you know you get the guaranteed limited player you know if you go undefeated or you know 20 and 0 or whatever guaranteed limited player you know i that that, that's a easy way to add in some really meaningful reward at the end of something like that i just think it's a needed mode in general just in terms of competitiveness and i wouldn't i honestly wouldn't be surprised if they introduce it in it this year with it being cross-platform and their like what they seem to be uh, like focusing on competitiveness and casual and some separating it. I, I, I think it'd be cool to see this year. I think ranked season has been the same for what ever since it came out. I don't think they've ever structured <laughs> it. Well, they changed it from uh, 15 and 16 to 17, yeah. but it's been yeah. the sen- same since 17. 17. Mm-hmm. Yep. And... It's a whole new reward system. And I, I've always been a, I, I mean, I play a little bit of the challenge of the week and I've won a couple of them actually. So like I physically have rewards from that. So mm-hmm. I feel like it would be super to like, because like right now, like grinding for 20 packs and like 50,000 yeah. subs, to me, I don't know, like or a banner, like it's cool for some people, but to me, like that's not me. Like I don't want to do that personally. And I think like if they set better reward system or just restructured how they do it, I think it would go a long way. Yep. And take the rewards from challenge. Yeah, I did. I, I was thinking something similar to that changed. Like if you're top like three, you get like a signed bat sign jersey. You'll see until the end end of the season. People, yeah. You're going to just see it fluctuate. Yeah. Everyone's going to be trying to get that, especially memorabilia. I mean, we'll love that. Even if it was like merch or something, I'm sure mm-hmm. um, people like. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, speaking of competitive, um, competitive stadiums, I feel like that needs to be a thing, too, as we go into esports and go into talking about this competitive mode. Um, I think a balance of stadiums, not everyone playing at ship it, just not everyone not having like uh, using the batter's eye in their advantage. I think competitive stadiums definitely had to be somewhere in if especially if we do get like a weekend league type of thing i'm not talking about ranked season on br and br maybe it's still a crapshoot or mm-hmm. ranked you'll have a competitive stadium, but i still think that should be in play as well especially as we move into uh 
esports and competitive play. I think yeah, they, like, they kind of events too, like how they lock player locked event or not player locked, but stadium locked events. Yep. I think maybe that might be some way of working towards yeah, that. Yeah, maybe point. they were just trying it out to see if they can actually do that or do something. It. But yeah, that was definitely something new. I feel like that happened this year too. Yeah, it was a big issue in ESL because you'd have these people who are just playing the qualifiers, trying to qualify for the grand finals, and you'd have you'd have these like really good top players run into these like players who are just playing or maybe aren't as good who are playing at like Dodger Stadium or uh, Minute Maid with the, r- the sun coming through the oh shine so you can't see, mm-hmm. and it's just super laggy or something because it's an MLB stadium mm-hmm. and it's just terrible. And then the top players who are generally better that would probably win. I would say most of the time, like 99% of the time, they'd lose and they'd maybe go like four and two or they can't qualify to play on Sunday. Or, you know, they just end up losing, you know, another chance at making it basically is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of just adds on to the point of how ESL was just like kind of a joke. There's a lot of people like this. You could just play wherever you want. And has ruined someone's experience. Yeah, no, I've never, I, I'm I'm totally on board for that. Ray, yeah, I had to play some? this one dude in a in a in a finals one time. He was playing at some bum stadium called, uh, what was it called? Day Paul. <laughs> I, get, I got freaking polo grab for one of my qualifiers. Oh, and it was oh my god. Uh, no, no, I love Day Palm. Yeah, Day Palm is uh, one of the best in my book. Yeah. <laughs> but that's like, like, that's why ESL to me, and like, obviously, with like the real set stuff that they had was just ridiculous. How like going into rank season was more competitive, but there's $25,000 on the line in ESL, mm-hmm. but it's freaking 50K and 20 pack bundle. Like, it was just, it was insane to me. It was actually, it was nuts. Yeah, the, oh, the draft, uh, not perfect yeah. dumps. Oh, mm. man, I felt bad for everyone who played that. I didn't even, like, touch it at all. And I had the most fun of my MLB to show ever in MLB 19 doing this ESL. But this year, I didn't even touch it. I was like, I don't want to even involve myself if as messy as it is. And honestly, I'm happy I didn't. It did not seem fun to me. Well, usually yeah, they would I... have something right now, right? Like, last year they yeah. had something around this time. And they yeah, have like they, yeah, they have walked back on it, so that makes yep. me think that uh, they're trying to set up something for next year that's probably separate from ESL. That would be my hope is that like because we haven't seen anything that they're probably they're they're hopefully going to be introducing something new when the game comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was um, interesting. They finally gave us uh, they gave us like communication right at the end of that last one. They're like. You know, we're we're working with ESL, and then just like nothing happened. Yeah, right. I mean, they tried it out. They tried it out with the draft. Um, I think they see how it went. They tried with the rules, see how it went. Uh, it, they could go multiple ways. I think that the ultimate goal is to try not to make it play to win for ESL or for any esports. Mm-hmm. So, I think I mean a great way to do it is just like create like have them give you the inventory and you pick your team because like yep. how scan said um uh, i loved creating my team um for that until ray um bounced me in the was that this i, I remember <laughs> we played in the grand finale <laughs> yeah I know, yeah I know. Uh, you bounced me in i think in the in sweet 16 or this or the eight well, anyway it doesn't matter um but i love creating a team and be able to do that but it'll be kind of cool to pick from the inventory they choose. I mean, with the content we have, you'll find cards that you like playing with. So, 
Um, it'd be kind of cool if they go that route and and see what we could do from there. Just take um, like the money ball or sandlot angle and say like here are your roster parameters. Mm-hmm. You can take any card in Diamond Dynasty, but you have to center it around like these three ninety nines, these two ninety ninety fours. Like that would be really interesting too, because then if you have a real esports scene and you have commentators that are like commentating over these games, they could say, "Well, here's Ray. Like he loves this ninety four card. They can show your stats with them." and he's playing scuffy like he's really good with this center fielder like that would be a really cool angle too mm-hmm. i think it's yeah. good imagine they did that where they had like you got to choose who you wanted yep. and i thought that was yeah. dope or this year they ended up doing the br draft which was super rng it's not a fan of that but i thought it was really cool in 2019 where they let you choose your team and i think that's how they should do it but yeah, not to like toot my horn to the Sandlot League. That's not what I'm going on here. But like, it's fun seeing the uh, <laughs> the the balance of players and everyone. Like, so many teams have different choices for their low diamonds, their mm-hmm. mid tier diamonds. Like, you see choice and like the thing that I know is an issue for a lot of people with the uh, ESL this year is that, especially when they would they would have a good draft through the qualifiers and whatever, and then the final would go down. That draft screwed them over, and they were just kind of like given a bad yeah. team because. They even get a great choice of the players they want. This would throw that issue out the window. I know it adds a fun aspect with the drafting, but for a competitive thing, they should be able to choose their players and they should be able to choose that core that they want to build a team around and balance that based on who they're going to play or the level of opponents and whatever they do. And that makes it way more of a competitive experience than, you know, everyone trying to draft a closer. I know that Chapman was like a must draft in one of the earlier ESLs and everyone picked him. And then, like, everyone else is just going for, like, whatever bats they could get. And it takes away the the creativeness, just, like, the the skill level because you get forced to use bad players, and that literally ruins people's uh, runs and all that. So mm-hmm. take that out next year, that's for sure. Um, you bring I, up the competitive – yeah, sorry, go ahead, Dave. No, no, no. You finish your thing, and then I'll bring something else. Uh, so you, bring up, you bring up the competitive uh, distinction there again, like we were talking about earlier with Sim and competitive. The fact that they didn't put these tournaments on Legend – right away tells me that they're trying to do something with money, trying to get people involved with the game, and it's not about competition. So I wonder mm-hmm. if they do two separate ESLs or, you know, one ESL is going to be legend. It's going to be very strict and and try to be as balanced as possible. And then other ones which are focused on just growing the game and, like, getting as many people involved as possible. So I wonder if that's going to be split as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, my question was, do you guys think that the same competitive people will be at the top this time next year. You think there's going to be some Xbox prodigy that comes out of nowhere and, and dethrones the Kriners or the pitching rebels of the world <laughs> that just never played and just, you know, I think mm. that's, that would be really interesting. I feel like that's dependent on how the game plays. Yeah. Is a good portion of that. Like, is it going to really be like very similar to this year mm-hmm. or last year in terms of gameplay style? Because, I think one thing that was a big jump this year was how much more hitting was emphasized in that really, like, you have to hit at a certain level if you want to compete in this game. And if you don't, you need, no matter how good a pitcher you are, you're probably going to struggle 10 times more. And mm-hmm. even if you're a good pitcher, you have to hit at X level. And that's why, some, like, for example, I have to think a lot of people who did manage to scrap up a World Series last year couldn't do so this year because this year is so much hitting emphasis. And, like, you need to really be able to out hit your opponent no matter what in this game. And I'm curious to 
Now, hopefully that changes next year with this new pitching mechanic they uh yes. they talk about. We haven't even <laughs> talked about that. We <laughs> haven't even talked about it, guys. Yeah, we haven't even talked about it. I haven't even talked about it. I can't believe we haven't talked about it. It's been an hour and a half, <laughs> and we haven't even talked about a new pitching mechanic. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I, needs it the most, I, or I just hope Facts, dude. they make it better, man. I pitching is the most. I don't care how how much any of us or anyone in general complains that they didn't get a perfect, perfect homer. You got a perfect, perfect lineout. Mm-hmm. Stop. The pitching is so much worse, and I will never. I'll just, I'll die on that hill. Yeah. I, I, if there's people no. no one that disagrees with that, pitching totally is mm-hmm. impossible. It, even if I like have a perfect release or what I think is a perfect release. It's just going to go like a two feet to the left or just down the middle with mm-hmm. certain people. And even with like 99s, like people have good control. Like it's not 100%. like the guys that are like, who's the someone with back control. I don't know. Like Jordan Hicks. Like if I'm using him, I expect even sometimes on perfect release that it's going to go not exactly where I, it's going to go. Cause he has low walk per nine numbers and low control. But what I'm using a guy like, I don't know Kershaw, who has like walks per nine through the roof and control. He's an elite pitcher. I expect it to go at least seventy five percent of the time where I want it to, not mm-hmm. down the middle. You know, like it just makes it so much harder and it's so frustrating. So I, I hope whatever they, oh, I'm sure they're going to talk about it here soon in March when we start getting the streams and whatnot. But I hope it's a positive change. Seriously. <laughs> So as far as mechanic, do you guys think it's going to be like a whole new way to pitch, like separate than analog or meter? Like, do you think there's another way they can go around it like that? They would have called it an interface, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mechanic makes me think, I think a lot of people feel this is like perfect, perfect pitching. And like perfect, perfect outcomes. I think a lot of people are on board with that. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate. If they dabbled with how uh, 2K used to do the pitching, where you would move your analog differently based off the pitch, and you know that because that that in itself opens up the door to kind of make it be uh, more difficult to get you know a proper pitch and then make it more rewarding to do so. But I, I don't think that's something that uh, they're gonna they're gonna attack this year, or maybe anytime soon, or maybe ever. Mm-hmm. So uh, something that I was talking about um, on my stream a while ago was, first of all, I think we can all agree pitcher confidence is, hor- is horrible. It shouldn't be in the game at all. That's agreed on. Yeah. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah, sure. I, I, I suck at pitching, so I have no input. I know Oxide does. <laughs> Jackie the Chad definitely does. I've had this conversation like 10 times about pitcher's confidence. But like going along the lines of pitcher confidence. So like when you're playing the game and your pitcher's doing well, the bar gets thicker mm-hmm. and it's because of your pitchers like feeling good. That is tied to confidence. Mm-hmm. So like what I was thinking about is if they took away pitcher confidence completely and, and, and go on like daddyleagues.com where they have like the in-depth stats where it says with your sinker, you have 81 control with your slider, you have 94 or whatever. It'd be really interesting if they incorporated the yellow line on meter or like on analog with the thickness being centered around the control of that pitch for that starter. Like if Fernando Rodney's pitching and he is throwing a sinker all over the place because that's what Rodney does in real life, his 
his bars should be really thin. But if you're pitching with Greg Maddox and you're throwing a changeup, like you would think it'd be a relatively big bar because in real life, Maddox could control mm. that changeup really well. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a cool way to change like how people pitch, but that's just my idea on it. Not bad. I think they kind of actually have that in the game. They've kind of mentioned it with like the perfect throwing meter in the outfield that they only have a certain amount of like pixels that they're able to put on the screen. Mm. So sometimes you can miss by a little bit and it actually grabs you and puts you into that yellow bar. And I'm pretty sure they have that for pitching. I could be wrong, but um, oh, I think okay. it's actually yeah. kind of incorporated. Not not explicitly. There's a bunch of these things that I would love for them to explain, but uh, I think it actually is part of the game. Yeah, the thing with pitcher's confidence that I hate about it is that, first of all, there's the pitcher aspect in that. You know, it makes it easier or harder to control your pitches based on that. But also the fact that somehow has an effect on the hitter. And if a pitcher is less confident, then, like, that PCI gets bigger. Jeez. And, like, that that concept makes no sense to me in my head. Mm-hmm. Like, how is that connected to a hitter's PCI in the region where you can get good contact? Like, there's no connection to that in my eyes that makes sense for a competitive thing. And hopefully with this... uh the onboarding they were talking about that this hopefully emphasis on user input will hopefully change that soon enough. Mm-hmm. Cause you're already struggling enough to locate after your confidence is low. Yeah. If you're just given another, just meatball up just cause it's bigger. It's, it's foul ball city too. Yeah, so like, like you, came, foul balls you can't even come back with it easily. Yeah, and now raise the pitch count up higher and higher and higher. Yeah. Like, one, just a funny thing to say, like, I think a month ago, I was in a ranked season game, and I gave up, I had a 25-pitch at-bat against a guy with, a guy who had low vision and low contact with Oral Hershiser. <laughs> I, 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 I was throwing cutters, and he was hitting them that it was, like, maybe this far from his body, and he was fouling them off on the inside. God. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> that sounds so frustrating. It, it yeah. was the most painful experience I've had in this game. <laughs> no, that's another thing that they yeah. definitely need to fix is the check swings and the, the foul ball contact because just stuff like that makes absolutely no sense to me. What do you guys think about like uh, universal pitch speeds being a thing? Oh, 1,000%. Yeah, I love it. That's, yeah, I mean, I, I, I support that. Ever since what? I think in 2018, is 2018 when they changed it? Or was it 19? It was either 18 or 19. Because I think I think pitching in 17 was like one of the better years, mm-hmm. personally. I thought like it was mm-hmm. super one-to-one. And what I mean by that is like my input mattered almost as much as the ratings did or attributes, however you want to mm-hmm. say it. And ever since then, I feel like it's... And I don't know if it has anything to do with the universal pitch speed. I, it probably doesn't. I don't know for sure. But ever since then, I feel like pitching hasn't really like mattered your input as much. Yeah, I think it was it was definitely nineteen. I think they introduced because eighteen was really slow. Oh my god, God, it was so bad. Yeah, (laughs) it was it was like slow pitch softball. It it was you can hit balls like six hundred feet too. It was so wild. It was brutal. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like we talked about this last time. I feel like with the with the comp guys, but I think the I think like universal pitch speeds should be a thing for like any sort of competitive mode online. And I think that, mm-hmm. like we talked about, like the only downside is that there are people who have TVs or people who are very new to the game where 
they would hop on and try to learn that higher pitch speed and very likely struggle. So like I, I when I mentioned this last time, I think it was like something like universal pitch speeds past a certain point. Like once you get to very certain difficulty, which is very early on, past that point, every pitch speed is the same. And that's what it is for like most of your online gameplay. Like almost like how ranked is like veteran at the very beginning. And then it opens up to all-star and all that. I think it all-star and up, whatever they decide to do it with this year, should be that same pitch speed in my eyes. Just because that's what they shuffle with most of the modes is those three. And then maybe the very beginning you save for the lower pitch speeds for people who are brand new to the game or anything like that. Because that skill gap is something that to balance with the universal pitch speeds. And a lot of people at the very beginning of it would probably struggle with it. That's probably the one major downside that would maybe never have them do it is because the casuals would probably struggle a lot, like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... but you you have you they, we've laid it out that there's gonna be you know there's gonna be opportunity for those guys to grow in casual and then move on to in my mind, I think of it as moving from casual simulation to competitive mode, right? So if you're struggling in competitive mode. You go back to simulation. You're struggling in that. You go back to casual. I feel like that's a good way I, to yep. progress in the that, game. That, that is a good way. I think another good way to you know, help out if they did that would be, and I think they should just do this in general, but I think they should implement a batting practice like they have on the main menu in huh. Diamond Dynasty because Please. you could use your cards. It's just, a, yes. it's just a great idea all around. You can use your cards you just got, or you could just test out certain speeds or if it is a universal pitch speed, you can just get in there and grind it out with smaller PCIs if it was on a higher difficulty like Legend, yada, yada, yada. And you could maybe, like, I don't know how you would, I guess, select a pitcher to face. Maybe I would you'd have to own it or maybe, something. or like, Yeah, like something like that. Yeah, maybe you'd have to actually own the card or something like that. I'm not sure, but I just think the whole idea... I feel like it has to be in Diamond Dynasty because I just mm-hmm. think it makes so much sense. Another yeah. big thing that I feel like is really missing from that practice mode is being able to select a pitch and a location. Yeah. So, like, inside Ooh, yeah. sinker, you just set that there for however long you want and you just practice that. Because, like, the, like there, I, I feel like, for me at least, I know there's certain pitches that I can never get to, or is a lot harder for me to get to. But if there was like a practice mode where you said, okay, you move the ball to the inside corner and it's going to be a sinker and Chapman's throwing it. Like, I feel like that would streamline so much stuff. And it, it would, it would save you a lot of time too, in my opinion too. Cause like a lot of time you might just be waiting for that pitch, for example. Yeah. Cause you just, especially with the 99 Chapman, mm-hmm. he could just throw you a, a, a four seam, a two seam, a, a slider, a changeup. And you just never would get that sinker. Mm-hmm. I I think back in in my mid fifteen or sixteen, they used to have those community like plays where like you can like make like a certain play. And I don't remember or not if you could choose like where the pitch would go. But mm-hmm. I think I, they I mean if, they, if they've done it in the past, but they could definitely implement that again. Mm-hmm. Where it's, it's better than the ticket store, so whatever that was, two thousand. It was Josh Donaldson, whatever he was on the cover of sixteen. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and, and you can make plays like people use it as a big glitch. Like that was a huge. That was a terrible thing that they did. I think that but was I, in fifteen, though. I don't 15, think that was. In, was it in sixteen? I, I don't think it was. 
I'm, I, I, I'm not. It was 15. It was 15, 15 with the last tweet on it. the cover. I think, I think yeah. they like made the play, though. So I, I wonder if, like, I mean, I feel like they've done in the past. So I feel like they could definitely do that again, like pitches and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else, man? I feel like we're missing. And there, there's one more thing that I want to talk about. One, that thing, I feel like we're one missing. thing that they mentioned uh, in their little snippet so far, and I feel like this is something they mentioned before, but they talked about overhauled fielding. What's y'all's thoughts on just fielding in yes. general and a potential change to it for 21? I honestly, I don't feel like fielding was, I mean, in the beginning it was, but overall, I feel like it was more improved from last year. So I, I don't know why there's a complete overhaul. I mean, I understand that. Like, I think I know why. I have a good. I've always I felt think... like, like I don't. I don't think the fielding was bad this year, mm -hmm. which is a good way. But I feel like it was almost just too simple or mindless. Yeah. You know, the ball's hitting the gap. Yeah. I could have one yeah, in center, exactly. And he's gonna get a good jump most of the time, and I'm gonna be able to just jam my stick in a direction, close my eyes, and he's gonna go catch the ball. Like, there's nothing mm -hmm. to really. The only the only time there's really any input that matters very much is if you're doing relay throws. So, um, like, like my thing, then just to, uh, like go ahead and scan really quick. Um, so for competitive, like, let's say that we're going like a real esports scene and we're doing stuff like that. There are, are plays in this game where you hit uh, like a perfect, perfect, or you rip one a second as a fielder, you could set your controller down take a nap and Daniel Murphy will still dive to the right and make mm -hmm. that catch for you. If they're going to do like an esports scene or they're going to do a competitive mode, I would I would appreciate it if they took those auto animations out of the game and really made you as like the player dive for all of those or mm -hmm. like try and like body those in front of you to maybe still get the out of first base because there's a lot of those auto animations that are in the game right now. I mean, especially at first and third base, I feel like especially is so bad. When you don't have good fielders, like a like Gary Sheffield, for example, makes every single diving play that you could ever want with him, and he has like 70 fielding, so I definitely agree with I that. I think there's this also a lot of issues, especially on certain animations, like the ball off the wall. Like yeah, In theory, it's a, great, it's a great concept being able to line up with the line and just getting that throw in, but sometimes, randomly, it'll just like keep rolling, and you'd have to like run after it, and then even if you're running over it, it'll still not detect you're running over it, and then it'll be like it'll just keep going, and you won't pick it up. Mm -hmm. it, it, and there's also certain scenarios where, like the second baseman, like the second baseman, like yeah, he has the auto play sometimes, but uh, like sometimes he'll just do nothing, like especially on a line drive where he could probably dive and go get it, or he could mm -hmm. they just run up and go get it. He just just sits there and mm -hmm. just lets it roll past him into right center field or right field or something like that. Scam, what, what do you think? think? Oh, yeah. yeah, the thing for me that, I mean, I, was, I think a lot of it is like, I mean, obviously there's a lot of moving pieces with the animations. You have you, you controlling a player to get to the region. Then you have the player initiating the animation for where they are, to, where the ball is, and then everything going. So like there's so many moving pieces and like, some of the issues with that, I feel, is like the 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 animation randomness at points is really odd, especially when you hit a line drive to the gap and it bounces off a wall. Or you can get an animation where the player f takes one step back, sticks their arm down, and throws it in quickly, 
or they turn around and face the wall, stick the glove out, and then just do a little casual throw in. And like, mm-hmm. it's so hard to read those kind of plays in the outfield. I mean, I swear I've been gunned out second going for doubles like way more than anyone ever. Just because I- like I take a gamble and be like, are they going to get this in quick? Or they're gonna get in slowly, and then I just take that gamble, and then they somehow get the quick one, and then I get hosed. And there's some weird randomness with some of the uh, the animations. It's very bothersome to me. Which I think that's a whole kind of what you mentioned with getting thrown out a second. That could be a whole another conversation. I feel like the fields play very small. Like mm-hmm. outfielders get to I have almost every ball in the gap. You hardly ever hit like a line drive over someone's head that gets down. And I mean, I've been mm-hmm. thrown out a second on a you know a ball that's in the gap left center field that bounces off the wall. Like that's never going to mm-hmm. happen in a real baseball game. Mm-hmm. I think like, with all diamond fielding, mm-hmm. they get everything. I, I want to like add on the, like not being in a real baseball game part uh, about an animation. Uh, like the, the one animation in the outfield when the ball's going into the gap and either I'm pretty sure this only really happens most of the time with uh, left field and right fielders. But they'll do like this over the shoulder, like kind of lunge at it, and then they'll just oh. go off into another direction, and oh then you have to God, do yes. even more to go get the ball, mm-hmm. and then the guy's just gonna get an extra base <laughs> off you like that. That no one in real life, if you want to talk about realism, no one does that. I don't even know why that's in the game. No one ever does that. You're being locked into the animation too. It's yeah, not even you're like you're trying to do it. You're so, trying to you're trying to like pick it up off the ground, and you're just stuck. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like. Here's an example. So, like, a guy's hitting a double down the line, and it's going off the wall. You're, like, going over it to cut it off, but then you get, like, say you're going straight up to the wall, and then the guy, you're the fielder, you're going to go cut it off this way. You get sucked and go into it this way horizontally into the little, like, rollover animation, and then you're, like, Mm -hmm. the ball's just going to stay at the wall, and you have to go up, and it's just, it's just a mess. Like, Mm -hmm. Like, I can't involve any skill like that. Like I'm trying mm-hmm. to cut it off, get to the place faster, and then I'm just locked into this weird, shouldn't be in the game animation, and it's, uh, I hate it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ray, did you have something to add? Um, I was gonna say, well, I, I think I think coming into this year, I think they said that like this was supposed to be like a really big year for like defense, like making like matter a lot, mm-hmm. and I feel like it really the only thing that really changed to me was like the speed of the accuracy, like the throw meter yeah I, yeah I, and that and people like mastered that, that like pretty easily yeah, yeah it, like it was supposed to be like something that like, set people apart but i feel like it no really, I yeah know. i mean other than like the perfect throw that that was the only thing and still you can have perfect on both you know the 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 relay you could have perfect on both throws and dude still safe so it's like i mean i don't know i feel like again they tried a good idea and just wasn't executed well. Perfect throw from the catcher, though, is one of the most satisfying things. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. That was <laughs> great. Yeah. A good thing I to- think catchers overall got a, a good work in this year. Like, mm-hmm. they did good, solid work with it for the most part. I just want blocking to, to matter oh. a lot. Like, I don't want bronze and silver catchers to – like, a bronze mm-hmm. catcher – like like using Jimmy Fox at catcher, that should probably mean that if he goes down to block, that ball's not even scooting by a shin guard. It's going to the wall. Like you're <laughs> going to be penalized for using mm-hmm. like like preferring a big offensive catcher versus someone because like doing something like that, like pretend if that was like the case, 
99 pudge would be really viable if like defense actually mattered a ton with blocking, but it doesn't really matter all that much right now. Well, I think that goes to the point of pitching needs to be overhauled. Like if you can control and you have more control from a input aspect, then you know not to put it in the dirt for those guys, as opposed to like, sometimes you'll just throw a curveball and like, you don't want it to go in the dirt and it, you know, it'll bounce in front of the plate. Or vice versa, you want it going in the dirt, it'll go right down the middle. And I feel like if you, you know, if you can master that user input, then you could have someone like Jimmy Fox who does have bad fielding, who will get those animations. But if you have, you know, a lot of control on your side, your input side, then it, it would matter less. So hopefully that's what they're trying add, to do. I wanted to add, uh, Another point about the catcher meter, it was great. I don't really have a lot of complaints about it at all, mm -hmm. but uh, the one thing I did notice, at least in the later part of the year, I didn't. I don't think it really happened a lot in the beginning of the year when it came out, uh, was for some reason, even though I was having the input in, the meter would never it pop up. It, it, it would never pop mm -hmm. up. And I, I don't, I'm pretty, that, that's happened to you guys, right? Am uh, I crazy? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, sir. I don't know why that happened, but yeah, I just I just could never get anybody out, even with guys with good arm strength. It would never pop up. So uh, should we take some uh, some chat questions? Is that cool with you guys? Do it. Yeah. Sure. All right, let's open it up. You guys have any questions for us? I did see one about auto shifts. I don't know if you guys saw that. Take it out. Yeah, go. Yeah, let's go get ahead. Quash in here. Quash, Quash. Has got some feelings about it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm really all on board with him. Like yeah. that's how like I don't enjoy it anymore. Mm -hmm. I really, I love for the the shift menu to be a little bit better because I feel like I go in there sometimes and you get locked in and like yeah, everything's messed up for the rest of the game. Um, mm -hmm. and at certain times you turn like I've got auto shift off. Sometimes like if you have a fast runner at the plate and a guy on first, they don't go to double play depth. There are times you got runners on the corners. You're trying to make a play at home and like it doesn't set you up for it, but you also can't really do it in the quick menu. So I'd love for mm -hmm. them to like really focus on that. I feel like yeah, a hot, a... hot um, audible menu, like how manage. Yeah, just, like I was gonna say, like put it up some... and just use your right skit, uh, stick to uh, point mm -hmm. up, go. Yep, that's this. what I was thinking. Like small little like in game way to do it quickly. There, where you just like, hit a button and then, yeah. Yeah, the reason the, I my... like some people, like some of the competitive players, like really are in depth on their shifts and whatnot. But like, just as a lazy piece of shit, like I don't, I I would never do that because it just takes too much time, in my opinion. So having something easy like that, like an audible to like just change the shift, would be, I think it would be really useful, especially for someone as lazy as I am. Custom I shifts. Having, what do you guys think like, about custom shifts? shifts? Like I remember like batting or like going against someone who had Mike Trout at the plate. And there would be shifts where, like, the the runner, like, there's no one on base, and the mm -hmm. third baseman is like, holding the bag or, like, in for almost bunt defense for some reason. Like, it's Mike Trout. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I know some people bunt, and, like, with crazy with people who are actually good, like, crazy, crazy people, but the, why is that ever a thing? Like, even with, like, a smart auto shift, like, that doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. Like, even if you did want it on, 
but I, I personally think it should be, I don't think it should be removed for those that do want it. I'm not, I'm not for it, but I think it should just be off as default instead of on. Yeah. With, yeah. Same. Because you have, you do have those lazy people that maybe they don't want to manually set it up and you know, that's perfectly fine. Um, but I think it should be disabled. They should have to turn it on. I think you treat it like a difficulty thing, maybe in rank too. Like where you get a certain point in rank, you have to set your own shifts. If you want to go that depth, mm-hmm. then you you set that yourself. Like if you get to a certain rating, playing a certain difficulty, like it shouldn't. Everyone shouldn't just have that on by default. Uh, we got a question by Jay Blanchett. Uh, you think they're gonna make us grind our cap and row to the show? And if yes, do you think we're gonna be able to grind it to a ninety nine overall? Well, that is a good question because in DD right now the caps are capped at eighty nine and eighty eight. Let me let me add to that question too. Do you think you'll go to ninety nine or one twenty five attribute for everything? Oh yeah, because you can't. Mm. I, don't, I don't know if because it does right now. You can't even in order to show like go to one twenty five. You have to still have to use equipment. I so, think you. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think they might just keep it the same. If yeah, I have to it. face Big Daddy Santa with neon yeah. green hair, seven <laughs> feet tall with 125s, I am sprinting to my parents' house. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. No. Yeah, they should. Please, they would no. have to balance that for uh, I, road to show yeah. purposes, I'd say. I think it like, you could have people to... no life fit. It would be kind of bad, yeah. I'd say. It goes back to do foods point. Pretty much when you go to road to show, they're going to ask you a question. Are you doing this for your DD cap? Or are you mm-hmm. doing this for just casual? If you do for a DD mm-hmm. cap, you're gonna be limited. Um, just like I like that. This year. Yeah, I think I think no matter what they do, uh, equipment will still be necessary, so to speak, to like get the most out of your card. If maybe mm-hmm. not even more so, because I mean that's a way that they drive uh, subcells and could you know be 100%. another way that they kind of try to drive that some more. If you know you're able to get this bad and take your you know your road to show characters contact to 125 and that's gonna you know that's gonna drive those type of things i wonder if uh if they'll use equipment to like uh kind of make your how how do they describe it like you know how it's like contact balance power like instead of that like Mm -hmm. what if you're just everybody's grinding to like 80 or 99 or whatever for every attribute and then the way that your cap is different than other caps is by equipment that'd be pretty cool Mm -hmm. i like that Mm mm-hmm I still think though I don't want that cap to be end game. I don't want. I don't know, and I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I don't. Especially think, I the, think however they do it, it's going to be no matter what. Yeah. I wish the caps weren't in the game, but that's just it. me. I agree. Which I don't At think least they people will have to it. work for it more. With yeah. This, if if it's gonna take longer to grind out that eighty nine or ninety nine or whatever it is, I'll feel better about facing it. I won't like it, but I mean, at least I'll be like, then well, you know, like. Just they didn't just everybody get has it in one. two days, like two seconds. They, like, yeah. they actually like spent the time to mm-hmm. get it and grind it out, mm-hmm. which I think would be the best part about it. And you, you'd think that like there's enough of a grind from that road to the show progression that it'll take away some of the grind that you would have otherwise to grind out other cards you want for Diamond Dynasty. So maybe that right. itself balanced things out. So I, th- I think so. Thinking about it because. Like, say, say, I guess, I mean, we don't really know how long, you know, yet and how it would take to get a, say, like an 89 or 99, however overall it's going to be in pure cap. Like, that could take, like, weeks, 
you know? Mm-hmm. And say you want to just sit there and grind that out, they might come out with like a new program or new moments or stuff like that to grind and you might have to sacrifice one one or the other. Depending on like how long it takes, you guys think it's like a way of maybe they would like maybe try to weed out caps like in Diamond Dynasty? I mean, do you think that'd be like a way like they'd turn people away at all from that? Maybe like yeah, trying like, to just... I think maybe, yeah. I think they maybe have some think... people don't want to play Road of the Show at all. You know, exactly. even if it is to get your cap yeah. up. Yeah, I think it just a it's a balancing act of how hard do you make them b- to build up? How good are they? And people are going to have to weigh in, like, is it worth the time? Is it, uh, you know, it's going to be a balancing act. And I think I'm interested to see how they uh, handle it. It really give us a good perception of how they feel about caps. Because I feel like like they, they should be, in my eyes, out of the game because they're hard to balance. They're hard to, like, keep. Like, there's no reason to have them when you have so many good legends in players right now it's like i don't see their place but down the road you know i mean especially if they bounce it out i could see it being a creative thing if they do it right yeah i mean especially now i mean there's this in my opinion i don't think there's a need at all like there's just no i haven't used my cap in five plus months like obviously when i'm when i'm still getting a good team i use them a bit you know and you know, in years past, we haven't had this much, I'd say, I would guess, I would say flashbacks in Legends. Like in 16, in, I think, was it in 15? I forget. I think, it, I know it was in 16, where in 16 and 17, where like using a cap and then even 18, it was like, even there, like, there's just no point to not use it. And even still, but in 19 and I don't know, maybe 19, but more so just 20. Like, there's no reason to use a cap. There's so many good players in the game, and I think that's probably maybe their main goal because they're going to be mm-hmm. adding even more Legends, obviously, next year and even more and more and more. Like we said with the budget, they're going to introduce maybe 45 Legends in Flashbacks or because you know, they did 30 this year. Maybe they'll do 45, 60. I don't know, something like that maybe. That would be wild. There's just there's this no point, you know? No point. No, I didn't even use. I I didn't grind out any cap to eighty nine overall. So if that means anything, so not a single cap I got to diamond, and I didn't need to at all. I had enough cards where it wasn't even an issue. The I would say the one. I guess the one place where it would be good to use a cap, which a lot of people obviously consider cheesy, uh, would be like a left handed reliever cap because there's really not many good ones. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess that. that would be really the only place I'd see people doing it in the near in the future. Um, I have a question from Slick Baker. Uh, do you guys believe there is any potential for a two v two mode in Diamond Dynasty, like uh, like Madden's Mud Squad, one person pitching? Uh, a pitching staff and then one person's lineup and uh, take turns hitting when not hitting you control base running take turns pitching on innings other person plays the field so one of the i mean you could definitely sorry go ahead go for it go for it i like you could definitely do that i i just feel like it would have to be like a custom league ish type setting i like i don't know how public lobby 2v2s would go like just thinking yeah. about it like in my head i feel like that wouldn't work very well 
But but if you got your buddies together and you wanted to have a two v two game, I feel like that would that like that should be feasible. I would think. Mm-hmm. They used to have it in the past. Um, I don't know which uh, really game that was. I think it was MLB sixteen when you do play now. Um, yeah. Oh really? Mode and you could do two. Oh yeah, they, that's my true. buddy did it um, plenty of times. This is before they start streaming. It was either fifteen or sixteen, but you you already had it as long as the servers could hold up. Um. I, I could definitely see it being a thing, and I like the having one um one player brings in, say the pitching staff, one brings in the batting. If you did three versus three, um, you could do even do one being the coach where they set the auto shifts, they shift shift like, um, and stuff like that. So yeah, like pitch hits, uh, pitch runs, and stuff like that. And how I think about it is like you're bringing all these people in from Xbox that have may or may not have played this game or haven't played this game in a long time so why not introduce other ways to play the game to get even more people hooked to the game you know so i feel like that's as definitely seems like something that could be doable and i feel like would be in their favor of just adding something like that to just and and, and think about you know you four people four controllers you know you know you're playing with your buddies at home like um I feel like especially like from the Xbox side of things that actually does make a lot of sense. Yeah, so there's one part from the release blog uh, of Tatis and there's definitely, I mean, up to interpretation for sure, but here at the bottom it says, uh, we cannot be more excited for MLB The Show 21 coming out on PlayStation and Xbox consoles. Look forward to a new class of legends, new ways to play, including yeah. with your friends. Yeah, so maybe that. that's kind of a hint at oh, that they have something like that in the work. Wait, where is it? It's yeah, on I must the, remember. Um, I must have missed that. I remember reading in, it. I'll put the link in oh. chat right now. Yeah, I remember uh, reading that it. That definitely that opens up a lot of interpretation. Very bottom, the last yeah. little paragraph. Yeah, so yeah. like with playing your friends, with your friends, not them. like competitive. Playing like, with your friends. Yeah, like the the wording of that makes it seem like something like that would be in yeah, in the works but like maybe only just with friends not like random people yet or it could also they could just be saying with your friends like you're playing like against online. someone they consider they also, that with you know there's some interpretation yeah, I mean, there but i thought it was interesting that they you know specifically included that in there yeah it's at the end after sure. saying new ways to play Mm-hmm. including with your friends. So, I mean, I feel like that's hitting at something new at minimum. It seems like with yeah. your friends, too, that maybe you're on the same team, too. I don't know. No, no, right, if, right. If I look- think just the fact they even said that makes you think that it's going to be a focus. Like, if they weren't going to add a mode, a cooperative mode, they wouldn't mention anything about playing with your friends because that clearly right. isn't much of an emphasis well, in Diamond Dynasty or MLB The Show too much anyway. So, like, I think that is they're doing that. They mention that. It makes you think they're planning on adding something. Also, if you look, uh, if you look when you pre-order for Xbox, um, of course they have the online multiplayer two to eight, but they also have Xbox Live local co-op two. When you try pre-order for the overview, I'm trying to post that image, but I can't right now. Does that just like refer to just like normal like split screen head to head? Because like that is a thing, and that, that has be been too, a thing yeah. still. Uh, yeah. And I local know it just means offline. I think uh, I think that's what that's in reference to. Mm-hmm. I think it, it was you, Scubby, right? That posted the uh, the two to eight player thing. Yeah, but that's home run derby. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I mean. Work. Like, that, I yeah. mean, that could also be like home run derby too. Yeah. Don't really know. Yeah, but the fact that they're saying Eaters. new ways to play with your right. friends, though. 
It's got to be something new, is what I'm thinking. It's got to be something we haven't seen before. Mm -hmm. Anytime someone asks me, like, what do you want to see brand new in a game? That's all what I always say, like a 3v3 mode. I think that for content, especially, I think Day had a tweet about this a while ago. Mm -hmm. And I think just being able to, like, go on a YouTube video and, like, you got, I don't know, you got Scuffy, you got Scan, and you got Serenity in one video, all chatting it up, talking baseball, and going up against random people online. That'd be super interesting to watch, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, I mean like I'd, for like new modes, I'd love to see like like mini modes, and I'd love to see a social mode. I don't really mm-hmm. want to see. I don't really necessarily need like more like BR event type like modes. Yeah. Other than weekend league, um, but yeah, I'd, I'd definitely love to see that. No, that's definitely and like especially in times like this, we're searching for other ways to enjoy the game because we've been burned out on Diamond Dynasty. So having those other things would extend the shelf life a lot more and i mean that's that only helps them in the long run do you guys uh i got a i got a question from Corey. do you guys think that they'll update showdown a lot um yeah i'll just kind of interpret it like do you guys think showdown will be the same type of format do you think you know like i said stars may not even be a thing in this year like we're talking about so you guys think that you know showdowns could serve a different purpose or look a little different this year Uh, i think go ahead go for it go for it oh no i was going to say i think they're going to introduce more (laughs) offline modes on top of showdown for dd like i would love to see like a solo battles like how madden does it or Mm -hmm. i believe it's nhl where you battle offline where you um you take on certain teams and whoever there's a standing board for that um and stuff like that but i don't know about showdown to be honest with you but anyway ants go ahead i think i think one thing uh in my opinion that scs has done really well is implementing things and then improving upon those in the coming years like moments this year for me was way better than moments last year even with just mm-hmm. some slight adjustments conquests they expand upon improve every year extreme program this year i think was better and more comprehensive than we've had and then the other year. So I feel like it's going to be the same with showdown next year. They've, they're going to take it and they're going to expand upon it. Same really with the uh, evolution programs and hopefully um, uh, the prestige programs as well. I hope I feel like those are kind of the th- three of the bigger things that were kind of added this year in DD. I think, I think those get a lot more refined going into yeah. next year. Uh, speaking of speaking of prestige, I was talking about uh, Oshev. He posted a, like a, a YouTube comment and he was talking about how, uh, you could like work or make prestigious better. And what I was, I said about it, and it's a lot of people agree about it. Uh, like there was, I had a lot of complaints from the key times where you know you're just doing those prestige grinding streams and like events and stuff like that. There were they would complain that like, hey, why can't I? I'm not. I don't really love playing online. Why can't I do this offline? And I think a good way to do that would be to add a like you keep the same format right you can tally the same stats offline and online but you add another tier and you make the first tier only get like a plus one or a plus two and then you add another tier that's harder that is online only and you can get another boost to the card that makes it like even better Mm -hmm. or like a plus two or plus three i think that would be really beneficial just for everybody because that because you involve the casual or offline people that don't love playing online, and then you also 
give a plus to the diehards who love grinding out online and love using the card like an even bigger boost. What do you guys think about that? I like that. Mm-hmm. I think it could be interesting. It could be this could maybe be too in depth, but I mean, a road to the show, your character improves based off how they perform, and then the the improvements go based off the attributes that are affected. So if they hit a home run versus lefties, their power versus lefties start to go up. It could be interesting to see kind of prestige that's, that's, take a similar kind of yeah. you know path to that. If you're you know hitting really well with Mike Trout against righties or lefties or whoever, those are the stats that start to improve and evolve to those cards. Obviously, to a certain cap that you could yeah. get. With each of those, and it could be really cool to see prestige cards be different, not just so they're the same attribute. Overall, mm-hmm. obviously, you wouldn't be able to sell them, but it would be cool to see. Okay, me and you both have prestige Mike Trout. Mine has like maxed out. Oh well, I don't like. There are certain attributes that speed because how do you base? Oh, he's he's sure running. He's really holding the l1 button he deserves a plus one speed boost stealing bases how would you do that shit Mm -hmm. um but for power and such i definitely agree like you hit a lot of home runs against right-handers you get a power versus right-hander boost be cool to see something like that happen you what if they had dynamic ratings in a way where if you this is getting kind of crazy, but if you struck out with a card a lot, their vision starts to go down. <laughs> I don't wow. know. I just yeah, like in franchise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That could be real, especially like forever. Then I would never use them again. <laughs> yeah, especially if we're talking about like competitive, and like we're trying to really make this game competitive. Like, what if there's a penalty on on doing bad for your cards and you're you might not want to use Mike Trout all the time or or something like that, especially when you don't need him. That's definitely that would be interesting. That'd be interesting. So, I think that would also get annoying to a point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that would definitely get annoying. So like kind of playing like kind of along the same lines of this idea, and I'm not saying this is a good idea. It's just popped in my head since we're talking about this. Like, what if there was, like, stamina for your team in rank so you couldn't play with, like, Mike Trout every single game? Like, maybe you had to incorporate, like, putting in different cards. Maybe that could be, like, a fun event or a fun, like, side, like, playlist to ranked where you, like, maybe go into, like, a 20-game, like, season and you select this roster and you have to keep, like, alternating players out. But that was just something that popped in my head. I, I think that idea would only really work, work yeah. like end game. Oh, sorry, Scott. Yeah, yeah they, they kind of had that in 15, though, with like contracts. Like, there was like contracts <laughs> or something like that that you'd have like certain players. Like, yeah. you only use them for so long. You don't want that back in. Yeah, no, no yeah, yeah. contracts. Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah contracts were horrible and mad, and I hated those. I didn't mean it like that, but just like, just like the thought of like having to take someone out because like maybe they're tired. I mean, I don't, I mean, we do have the pictures already. I don't know about position players personally, but. That would have to be a separate mode. You wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, right? I think no. we'd have to. Yeah, no, separate mode. Yeah, separate mode would be fun. Yeah. Burn, the sh- burn it down, I'll tell you that. Um, Paul brings like, up a good point. Um, Sorry, just backtracking a little bit. Um, In 2K on your My Career team, you get up to a 95, and then based on how you play, you go up or down. So I feel like you could definitely do something like that with your cap. Like, yeah, maybe he can go to a yeah. 99, but it's going to be based on how you play once you're in Diamond Dynasty. Like, maybe 
maybe you grind offline to like a 90 overall and that's as high as it can go but you move to diamond dynasty and you go 90 to 99 based on how that card plays i feel like that would be yeah, the way that, to go that would it. be a good idea to bring in like lowering vision for striking out more mm -hmm. of like an eight or eight of your ten to last plate appearance or stuff like that that would, like your, mm -hmm. your cap that would be interesting do you guys think that all cards should be prestige no Are no I feel like prestigious need to be different. Can be yeah. yeah, I think they need to expand it, but I think if any card would, I think that would just ruin the point. Mm -hmm. Ruin the purpose of it. Like we talked about this before. I think it just boils down to like what do they want prestiging to be? And right now it's like during this weird bounce, like, should it be just like really worth grinding for and you the player can make significant jumps, example, like defense from silver to gold or so on, or do you want to just be a little reward? We're using a player a lot. And I think they got to make a decision like that one or the other this year. If they want to really focus on them really being better or if they just want to be that small reward because I remember them at least saying like they weren't meant to be like the biggest upgrades prestiges, but they're just meant to be like a small little reward for people who really like those cards. I think they the have to make thing, that kind of decision. One thing I don't like about is that they get to choose who you prestige. That's the only mm -hmm. thing I don't yeah, mm -hmm. you need to find some way to figure out how you can choose who you want to prestige without making it super OP. I guess I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, One I mean, there's been times this year where I haven't used the card because they weren't prestigeable, and I didn't feel like it was going to be able to equal the prestige version of another card, even if you know on paper they were a great card. If I was able to prestige them, get that plus three on top of it, then they probably would have cracked my lineup. I think I think they should at least like, if they don't like make huge changes to what you can prestige i think at the very minimum rank season rewards and beat your 12 and 0 rewards should be prestigeable yeah 100 yeah 12 and 0 rewards not being prestigeable this year was that really didn't tough. make a lot of sense to me honestly yeah especially early on too like some of those cards could have used that plus three across the board what do you guys think about uh the idea that like let's say face the franchise cards early in the year which were like low diamonds what if you were just really dedicated? Like, Day loves his Tatis, right? What if he was get dedicated to that card and every month just by using him in ranked, not month specifically, but over a certain amount of stats, he loved that card so much that that card gets to prestige to a 90. But then mm -hmm. that 90, he prestiges up to a 92 and it keeps going out throughout the year. I think it'd be hard to balance. But let's say like that card you started with at the beginning of the year, you stuck with it. And at the end of the year, it's a 99. <laughs> 99 I'm Joey Gallo. Yeah, that's definitely not a bad idea. You'd have to do a lot of tweaking. Oh, give me 99 Joey Gallo. Please. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, I think the concept is there. Like, we talked about, like, I think it would be cool. Like, maybe, like, like that's a balancing act, too. And, like, we know how people boost prestige players already. And that could be potentially tiresome. But I think they could balance that almost like how they did with the Jackie program, where they didn't release the next version until a certain point. Yep. Maybe you group them all together, and then up until this point, like at this point, you can unlock a 90 overall prestiged version of the face of franchise. And then a few months down the road, they bump that up to 93. And they just like maybe do that with groups of cards and gradually do that throughout the year. I think that would be an interesting way to keep certain cards relevant, depending on the kind of cards they are, because some cards would probably just get a really good version anyway. That kind of that whole kind of idea, like just a card getting boosted, like, that was, like, a lower overall to a 99, kind of just 
gave me the thought, and I kind of wanted to ask anyways, what what would you guys think about in I like a kind of like a golden ticket thing, like in Madden and MLB? But what, what would you think about that? I don't know. Do yeah, at end this of the time year, of the year it. it'd yeah. be awesome. Where we're missing, you know, where we you know, we've kind of run out of content, give us so many more, especially if you were able to, you know earn or change you know to multiple versions and give you so much more flexibility and more fun cards to play with yeah i think i think I'm that down, would be really cool I mean, it has to be like damn near impossible to get or like really tough yeah to get like, like, like in that, that you, have, you have to pull it and then yeah. you get yeah. to make it well, and it's what, really yeah, hard to pull. you know they and wait until like, january to come out with where yeah, yeah and it's only like I don't, I don't even know how many they do in madden like five five six, seven. yeah five is what they do yeah. Yeah, like it's only five cards. What what is the golden ticket? Sorry, guys. I'm... So, so uh, yeah, anyway, you, you do it. You do it. You do it. <laughs> All right. So, um, what like Madden does for the golden ticket is they'll have like a pack sale that weekend. You'll get a golden ticket like in your pack. It'll show like a golden ticket, and you like basically like DM EA, and you're like, hey, like I got this golden ticket, and then they ask you like, what card do you want in the game? Oh. Uh, I'm, I'm somebody that I know. Um, like four years ago, he wanted a '99, um, like Bo Jackson, um, middle linebacker, and they said they we're not gonna put him a middle linebacker, but like you could go and like ask for stats, and they would put the stats on the card. So like, if you wanted. The 99 Adley Rutschman we never got, you can make a 99 Adley. If you love Tyler Duffy, but he's never going to 99, you can make a 99 Tyler Duffy. Like, I think, especially what Ant said, it's January or February, like, content's dry, like, we got nothing going on. Go out and make stupid, crazy golden ticket cards. I'm all for it. Was it kind of like the player? Like like the like you know uh, MLB players like stream like they get like their own card. Is it kind of mm -hmm. like that? Yeah, yeah, yes. kind of like that. Yeah, but, yeah. But you get it too on the. I think you get a copy like you get your own like you already get yours for free. I'm pretty sure, and then it's in packs and everyone can pull it. But it's oh. super cool. It's like really nine Stephen Wright. No, <laughs> they should just straight up say. No. Oh my god! <laughs> they, nope, not him. Not him with beer, man. Nope. Yeah, like, knuckleballers are not, yeah, no, knuckleballers are Like, just are for examples table. of, like, really obscure players in, like, Madden, like, people have made, like, 99 Tim Tebow's, and I'm sure uh, this year someone's going to make, like, a 99 Trace McSorley, you know, like, you know, stuff like that. That's funny, I actually like that. I do like that. I like that if it's balanced properly. So, yeah, I mean, I mean I, it could obviously be really bad if they let anybody get a car, like, with a knuckler. But I think it's just fun. I mean, you know, like land of the year, have fun. You know, when like, did those you... come out in the in the cycle of Madden? Uh, I, I think so, end of the year. Like, okay. Yeah, like 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 probably two and a half, three months before the new gotcha. installment of Madden okay. came yeah, like out. Very, so very it would be January. That would... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. At that point, yeah, I'm on board with it. That's like the end game part of the year. Exactly. I would just be I like cool. That. I could rock a 99 Mitch Hanniger if I wanted to, you know? It's Hell just, yeah. And, they, yeah. and then oh, Ray could finally have a good, you know, live series pirate player. <laughs> <laughs> Other than Jacob Stark, wow. of course. Wow, I didn't know I was going to get into this right now. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Ray. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. A Rangers, right. too, I guess. Throw ants in there. Yeah. Yeah, it was rough. I mean, like, the according Mariners to have the, many great according to the show zone. Yeah, yeah, Kyle Lewis, shut your mouth. <laughs> According to the Kyle Lewis Diamond the this year, theme team. 
by like 10 overall points. It's oh it's so bad. It's the pirates so gotta terrible. Be, the pirates got to be down there. Pirate, too. The, well, I think the pirates had like an 87, maybe 88, uh, and the Rangers were like an 80. I think oh, that only right. includes like people with worse. like the logo, though, right? Like they don't yeah, include. Yeah, yeah, it didn't include like cards on other teams. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. is that right? Okay. I'm pretty sure you can do a decent one. Um, Blanchett's asking about training points. I have like Madden. I oh, have no clue what that's about. I don't play Madden like that, so, so I wouldn't be. A what? Yeah, no, I, I, I don't want training points in the game, but just to explain what it is. So like in like for prestiging, like to make our cards better right now in 20, we have to level up the card by playing with it online, obviously. And Madden, you can bypass that whole system by purchasing another currency and like you can quick sell cards to get it. But essentially the issue that I and a lot of people have with it is that it's made Madden really pay to win. Like mm. you have to drop a mortgage to like – get a card from a 98 to a 99 because you can't like play with that card. You have to use training. I, I like how an MLB we can just play the game and not spend any money to upgrade mm -hmm. cards. So I don't want that in the game at all. Do you earn training through playing or how do you earn it other than quick selling? Oh, uh, you earn a very small percentage playing, but I mean the bolt, like you could quick sell like at 99 overall car or like at 89 for like, 4900 training like that's where you get a bulk of your training from so that like how it works in madden is that they can mitigate the market better because you're taking away inventory by having people quick sell mm. so that there's less mm. cards on the market so that drives prices up but i just don't okay. want that because i don't want to have to spend money to make cards better I'd rather just do what we're doing right now yeah, yeah i think yeah. playing to get better car to get upgrades is definitely the way to go mm -hmm. For sure. Uh, Wait, so how do you guys feel about exchanges then at Team Affinity? Yeah, again, I can't. I don't think they were egregious this year. No, I think they're. Yeah, I think they're. And there's easy. many ways to upgrade your Team Affinity. It's not yeah, as think, if that's uh, the that's only the way. You mm -hmm. have to exchange if you want to progress. Hundred percent. They yeah, do a good. Balance. I would maybe think that maybe they make showdowns a little more efficient if they want to make that, but it's very minor. Like I thought, showdowns are more than fine for grinding team affinities most of the year. In comparison mm -hmm. to exchanging, I thought it was reasonable. Yeah, because what was it? Two full showdowns. So it's four per voucher. You get five of them. So two showdowns and one exchange. Then you get fifty points. That's yep. how you got cards at the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was totally fine with that. Like, if they do that again this yeah. year, totally fine. I think I exchanged pretty much all mine, personally. Yeah, I did At my the end, I did, 100%. For yeah. the masses, I yeah. think exchanging was, like, the best. But obviously, if you want a couple players, just grinding was really the way to go. Yeah. They had to start very beginning when mm -hmm. everyone was basically just grinding out the collections, too. It was efficient enough to just grind out a couple showdowns, fill out your team with some of those first team of any guys, and then you're pretty good at that point. So, um, I have to ask this, and feel free to just say "shut up, day." But, um, Sereni and uh, Scuffy, I know you guys are part of the program this year. Has SDS reached out at all to you guys? Like, you guys don't have to tell me any details, but have they been in contact with you about the next game so far? About anything? what i could say uh 
No, not really. No. Okay. I haven't said anything that no one else knows. Okay. Also, this might be where the, I feel like if they were in contact, they probably can't even say. So, yeah, so probably not probably... the smartest question. Oh, I don't know. I just th- I'm I about to serve for you, Jay, for that question. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> on that one. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I don't know. Scuffy, you're yeah. muted, by the way, if you were trying to say oh, something. Oh, am I? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So even if they, they, they said something, we wouldn't be able to. Yeah, it, got you, got yeah. you. Sorry, sorry. And like no. I said, you guys should have just told me to shut the hell up. Hey, well, I mean, Chad like... told you to shut up at least, so. Wouldn't <laughs> be nice. Oh, man, I just, I, I, oh, man, I just, I'm so excited. And I know you guys are, too. And I see the end of the tunnel, finally. After getting the announcement, like, yeah. You finally see the end of the tunnel, man, and it's just it's just so exciting, man. And I, I, I hope you guys are just excited as I am because like I, this game has the potential to maybe one up one of the games this year. Maybe one up Madden, maybe one up two K. I don't know if it'll happen, but now that it's on Xbox, I mean it has the potential, right? Are you talking one-up in sales or actual yeah, like popu- good game? Like, like popularity is what okay. I'm saying. Okay, I was just saying, like as games, most of us I feel like would agree that we enjoy. No, hundred percent. I think games. I think they're. <laughs> like, I I think overall, but as far as like popularity and kind of maybe more relevancy and 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 even opportunity, I feel like it's uh, it's definitely possible. I'll be honest, I, I think there's zero way the game could outsell Madden 2K FIFA. Those sports, I don't know, well, we're actually, I don't know if you guys noticed it, but they posted a video on the SDS uh, YouTube channel, a uh, scouting report thing. They're going to release sales numbers this year for the first time. No, really? Um, yeah, and I'm not exactly aware of how many copies 2K Madden sells each year. But I, I just don't think it's feasible. I just look at, look at, we somebody mentioned it earlier tonight. The MLB Twitter account compared to the NFL or the NBA, those sports mm-hmm. are just so much bigger. Uh, it's gonna grow for sure, but there's no way it's gonna sell more than the 2K, FIFA, or Madden. Yeah, I would say those are just such powerhouses. Like, yeah. there's mm-hmm. no way you're gonna really outsell. And even at the very, if the games are garbage, people like those sports right now so much more than baseball. Mm-hmm. There's like, yeah, the general popularity. Like, they're gonna have their core no matter what. Even if like some online gameplay is broken, a lot of it, them are gonna buy it for the casual experience. And MLB the Show is just entering that now. So, I don't especially think, with yeah, especially, especially with younger audiences for basketball especially and the nfl that you know they they attract a much more youthful audience which is going to be more likely to play video games and watch switch and do those type of things as well so i think it all kind of goes hand in hand whereas the the baseball audience and fan base kind of generally tends to skew a little bit older in age well i don't know if you guys play 2k or madden that much but i think the general consensus is the games get worse as they go on mm-hmm. i think a lot of people agree the game isn't getting much better i think madden has like a it's skewed because people just review bombed it on metacritic mm-hmm. as like a point a 0.2 but each year they break new sales numbers so the yeah. game gets worse but they sell more copies that's just how it is people the casual person doesn't care about oh the gameplay isn't that tight 
I like football. I'm, I play football. I play football game. Mm -hmm. Really that simple. But I do think, I think now something... that the game is trying to cater, because it seems like it really is, because they're, they're, like I said, we're, it's getting split into three different gameplay styles. So I feel like it's definitely going to be catered to all sorts of players this year. Which is something that I don't think has ever been done. So I think that's definitely a step in I the, think it'll the be right it, direction. Right. Yeah, I think they have for a lot sure. of opportunity. Like, imagine you're a, you, all you've done for the last 10 years or so is play Mutt and my team, but you're a huge Ultimate Team guy and you hop in and you play DD for the first time and you don't have to spend uh, 200 mm -hmm. bucks every weekend just to like keep yeah. up with the best cards coming out. I think that'll, I think that's going to be an eye opening experience for a lot of people. No, that's what I'm saying uh, too. That are gonna like, be new to DD. That, yeah, I think that potential for sure. So many people are upset with Madden and 2K, like on the Twitch community side of things. Like, yeah, and so many big, big NBA 2K guys just are not even playing anymore, which is just wild to me. Which kind of reminds me back that will be the show 18, but um, I think there's an opportunity to definitely open eyes to to a lot of these guys. And, and uh, um, sorry, go, no, I, no, I, I keep jumping in. Sorry, no, no go ahead. Uh, so another thing that'll be really interesting to see is that, like this, so MLB on on PS5 at least right now, um, some people talk about like hitting is a little bit difficult, but I mean Madden had a Titanic flop, like it is unplayable on PS5 right now. Like people, mm -hmm. like everybody went back to the PS4 because the game does not function relatively at all on ps5 so it'll be interesting to see if that yeah, affects their sales next year it'll be interesting to see how mlb 21 plays on ps5 because i know a lot of streamers that i watch um outside of um whenever i'm on on twitch that they've gone back to ps4 for mlb i don't know if any of you are like currently playing on ps5 for mlb or if you went back to your ps4 but that's going to be a whole other discussion that i can't wait to see yeah it's um how that goes Definitely, I, I, like, I, I I'm worried about that, hundred percent. I think if it, I think for me at least, I take that the issues would happen with MLB the Show on PS5 is because it's a PS4 version yeah. of a game, and that now hopefully with mm, them yeah. making this game straight from scratch for PS5, which I doubt the difference between two will be that crazy, but the PS5 version will be completely optimized for PS5. I'd like to hope that it doesn't carry over. Like just the, they're just introducing so many unknowns bringing cross just cross platform play and it and it honestly does worry me a lot but go ahead dude i think it's a lot obviously like a lot of exciting things and things that we should be wanting mm -hmm. but when it's it's a gap year to a new console new generation of console it is a little bit worrisome i'm, I'm really excited but i totally agree mm -hmm. i just don't i hope mm -hmm. i hope it works well and executes perfectly um i don't think they can't execute perfectly i'm just a little worried obviously i'm not i'm not expecting everything to be flawless obviously i guess one of the reasons i'm i'm tempering my expectations for like major changes in the game because obviously there's already a lot on the plate with going multi-platform and next gen and all that stuff especially for the next gen version compared to like the current gen version i'm personally not expecting uh, too much of a difference between those two. Mm -hmm. No. Just and to continue, they still have to factor in uh, the Sony aspect. They are a Sony company, so they probably had the first dibs on what the specs were for PS5. 
Mm-hmm. That's and true. Be able to get the play kit for true. very earlier than any other development studio because they are Sony. So you gotta remember that. Put that aspect in. But I, I mean, seeing the other games in next gen, you're, you're. I think we're all in the right to have that concern because mm-hmm. we just don't know. And it, I it think especially. Oh, sorry. Oh no, it's all good. That's all of us. Okay, I, I think especially with crossplay. I honestly was not expecting crossplay at all. No, this year not I was at expecting all. it when they dis- disconnect the PS4 and obviously Xbox One now from the game line, like they did uh, finally in 17, continuing just cu- like cutting off the PS3. That's when I expected it when it was just next gen only to come in. I was super shocked that they- that happened. I don't know if anyone else was thinking that too. I, I really want to know, like. I want to know why they just literally just went with a hail mary on this one. Like no I, other, I mean, no thing. other sports Modest game Blue is here. doing this. So yeah, I think another thing as well. I don't know if this is just me, but I haven't run into games that have had significant issues with crossplay. I mean, like there are minor things that there are like maybe there are sometimes issues putting lobbies together in some games, but. I haven't noticed any games that have completely broke because they went cross-platform. I mean, like they cross-played. So, like, maybe they just think it's not as hard as they may think it may be, and they want to get it out of the way now. So, you know, they're ahead of the game, and then they could they could get this out of the way because of the new platform and mm-hmm. then be a hundred. Because, you know, they probably would have won the setup cross-platform for the transition for PS4 to 5 because it's coming out at the same time. You think about more people going to be getting PS5s down the road this year? and they would have had to lose their progress, that well, probably also, would have been a lot more annoying at this point. Also, a good point is that if you are playing on PS5, you are playing people on PS4, all right? Already. Yeah, I don't think yeah. that's fair. Yeah. You already re- are really playing people on PS4. Fair. But it's also going to be optimized oh. specifically for the PS5, so it's going to be even more of an advantage. I just right. worry that... that... That's a factor, too. Because I think they're going to come out with performance modes. We kind of have that already. Um, I think they'll have kind of three different options. Ray tracing, if I don't know how, I know like scan is probably pretty familiar with um, Uh ray tracing with PCs, um, but we don't know if that's going to come. Basically, it's just really good graphics, so to speak. Um, But I think we're going to have a mode which goes up to 120 FPS. That's the max the PS5 supports. The PSPS4 does like 30 FPS. So imagine playing at an MLB ballpark. You're the you're the one hosting. So you're playing at 120 FPS. Your opponent on the base PS4 is playing at 30 FPS. I just don't think that's necessarily fair. I think that's uh mm-hmm. I, think yeah, I don't even can, know if it's ready that's for a big advantage. FPS though. I don't know. Didn't we confirm that it was 60? I, I think thought I read I, that I somewhere. 60. 60. There's no I thought I saw 60, 60 for plus. MLB the show. Uh, yeah. 60 plus, 60 plus, for, plus Xbox. for Xbox, I heard. For Xbox, but okay. PlayStation yeah. said 60. So. Oh, so Xbox would have that big advantage? I was just saying, yeah, well, does, like, does, does Xbox play better than PS5, technically? Like, with price per second? I'm pretty sure. No. I think they have a little bit better graphical. Well, it's different because the PlayStation has a dedicated. Five does up to one twenty FPS. I know some games ago. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think they announced MLB the Show is going to be at one twenty. I think they said it's going to be at sixty. That would only come into play when it's only on the PS Five and Xbox Series. I don't think the I don't think you have to worry about the fairness side of things, especially since there are plenty of other games 
you know, especially when you come up with a PC release of games, mm-hmm. there are people playing on different mm-hmm. ranges of PCs with different performances. Yeah. In a compet- so, like, it's not, and especially in MLB The Show, where you're on a console game, it is already going to be somewhat limiting, and you're not going to, it's not going to be that big of an advantage. Even on PS5, I don't even sense much of an advantage with the P- same version of MLB The Show 20. No, so. there's not. Yeah, I, like I mean, the see. stadiums play, the MLB stadiums definitely That's play what, a lot uh, better. Like it's it is a definitely yeah. a noticeable difference, but I mean, how many people are probably going to play there anyways next year? You know, on PS Five, it's just the smoothest sure. thing I find. Like I mean, like hell, like I I think I would easily have played multiple people at Major League Stadiums and have lost games still while playing on PS Five. Like I don't think it's that advantage of the thing. I mostly feel like for like it's better for a presentation standpoint that the game does play really smooth, but it doesn't like make the gameplay change the most. Well, if you if you're playing at 120 frames, your your input 120 lag is frames a is a big deal. That's a big yeah. deal if they do that. I don't think that jump is there yet, though. I think it's that, gonna be still chilling at 60. That probably won't happen until they year. stop. Uh, yeah, yeah. PS4, or Xbox. One. Yeah, and yeah. they make a completely new engine, maybe or something. Whatever they because that like hell, we could barely play Major League Stadiums smooth mm-hmm. nowadays. So like, mm-hmm. I doubt they make a massive jump like that unless they somehow like really revamped the engine which i doubt they did yeah and my whole point in bringing like the that like ps4 to ps5 up already that we have this year is like maybe they feel confident enough to how they've already had people like obviously it's a whole you're you're adding like a whole new console with the xbox uh edition but they're like this the connection when you're playing ps4 players obviously you don't know when you're playing ps4 players if you're on a ps5 but there's really not much of a difference at all. Like, there's no noticeable difference if you are playing someone on PS4. So maybe they feel confident enough to just say screw it and be the first sports game to do it. I, I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm sure other sports games could have done the same, but I don't. I don't know. I think one thing that we kind of forgot to talk about too is the home hunting. I don't know how big of a deal you guys think that is, but I feel oh, like it's so that's annoying, a, bro. Dude, yeah, oh yeah that's very annoying to, to me. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, they need to figure out some way. Like you have to like get like locked in a game, or like I, I mean, I don't really know how they would do it, but like I, they need to figure out something with that because that's. I think if you're playing a competitive mode, you should be locked into the game if you start to yeah. play. Exactly, yeah, you, like, just, you confirm like entry to the game before you go yeah, into that yeah. pitcher selection, and then once you're in there, and you would be able to distinguish it then you just can't back yeah. out at that point. You just have to flip the flip the order of the menus. Just the last thing it does is matchmaking mm-hmm. you do your selection for everything else before that. Mm-hmm. There's no reason there to yeah. do any other I one. like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, like you like select that. your yeah. starter, your lineup. No, yeah, and, I think I'm with that. I've always it. wondered I'm why it that. wasn't like that. That that would you wouldn't be able to detect it at all. Mm-hmm. So like, or you, you could just like cuz you don't usually typically like change your lineup at all ever. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So you do, why don't you just like select a starter on your Diamond Dynasty screen, like on your pitcher like rotation, and you're like, I want to use this guy next game, or maybe make it so if he is in the number one spot, he's pitching next game. You know, like the order, or like have it like automatically sort by highest energy or something like that. You know, you don't even, you don't even have to go that crazy, right? Like you have your when you match up, it says oh, like waiting for opponent opponent found, and then you pick your pitcher, blah blah blah. You just stay have the same menu, pick your mm-hmm. pitcher. Then pick your lineup, hit enter. Then pick your stadium, and yeah. then it match makes for you. Yeah, I think and that's, then once you're connected, you start answer. going to the game. I think. I think don't they do the that answer. in play now? Is that how they do it in play now? Or am I like when you just like not play? Yeah, I think like, so. Online yeah, yeah, yeah. play now, whatever so. it is. 
So yeah, I mean, I'm pretty they, sure because you select a starter. Yeah. So like, in they, your they, lineup first. Yeah. So they already have it. So I feel like they can just. I mean. Yeah, they should do know. that for Diamond Dynasty. Because there's no reason to have it on that screen. You don't even see who you're playing. Oh. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah. That's always a big thing for me. So I just, I don't know. For sure, for sure. I mean, I'm not going to act like I haven't done it. I mean, I've well, yeah, done I mean, it like, in VR. Yeah, but... I was going to say, if I'm, you know. I mean, if you're 11 to 0, then yeah, sure. Go. Yeah, I mean, I've done it when I'm 11 to 0, but like, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be upset if they took that away yeah. at all it'd be yeah. cool if they made that like something in the the rule set or something where like maybe the person with the higher record is the the home seed at a certain after a certain point in br or something like that i don't know mm-hmm. but like they well, just, a lot of the time don't... you're matching up with people with similar, like people with like like yeah, similar ranking yeah so like, i don't know how you balance that but i don't think it needs to be like home hunting should probably be gone i think that's worth the sacrifice I feel like you're already getting enough of an advantage when you're at 11 and 0 and barely finding anyone, and you match up with someone yeah, with that, yeah. who's like 0 and 0, you know, yeah. like or yeah. just drafted. Oh no, yeah, the rating, the rating system can definitely. I mean that you can. I mean you can. You can pretty much pick who you want to play if you let the rating go as far. I mean, yeah, you might play a goon, but also if you let it go far enough, you're most likely could play somebody that's really crappy. So yeah, you can already kind of dictate it a little bit, but. Mm-hmm. Um, as someone who does play. BR a lot. Scuffy, do you have any changes you'd yeah, like to see to the mode yeah. or for BR? Yeah. Oh, I mean it's simple. Just uh give us different difficulty. Um like how mm, Madden does yes. champs. Yes, yes. Definitely yes. would like to see that. Mm-hmm. Um BR wise, uh if we do go to Universal DH, they should not implement that in BR. Um besides yeah, that, I'm BR agreed. is pretty pretty standard. Like mm-hmm. I like how it is. Yeah. Um I think that's the only thing that's missing. I would love to have it. Different difficulties. I would love to have it on Hall of Fame or even Legend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would or be Legend. fun. Yeah. Hall of Fame. That's a good point, though, about the Universal DH. I think that BR would almost be impossible. Like, it would be. Yeah, that would Personally. be. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I would have any fun playing that. That would be like me playing BR in like the show 19 endlessly trying to get Felix, and I just never did. <laughs> I got close. <laughs> oh, once. No. Twenty and L or whatever where, it was. where I, yeah, where I, I loaded into the game and then like it froze and I got the L oh, and no. L, yada yada yada. Oh. oh yeah, I think I remember oh. you showed me that. Yeah, funny <laughs> enough, I got a second chance and I didn't know. Like I think I I would have uh, gotten like the pack if I won or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't really remember. Uh, but I didn't know that before starting the game and I lost like eleven to two. <laughs> <laughs> I I was sad. <laughs> well, I appreciate all you guys coming out, man. We've spent a lot of time talking about this. This has been the longest podcast we've had, and my favorite, personally favorite. Um, I'm gonna end. I'm gonna end this on just a fun question for everyone. Um, and we'll just start with Ray and uh, move on, but. What's one card that you want to see in LMB the show? It doesn't have to be, uh, you know, your, you know, the best card in the world, but just what's one card you hope to see next year? Let's start with Ray. I wonder what he's gonna say. Hands down, I mean, this is probably the easiest one. Yeah, it's got to be. <laughs> I mean, it's he's got to be in the game. Mm-hmm. Gomes. Um, put me on the spot. I didn't expect to go second. Shit. Uh, I'll go a uh, a rod. Honestly, versatility. Give the option between all three. Preferably going to use Seattle though. Mm-hmm. Ants. 
We'll go with my answer. So uh, I'll go ah. with my backup. Of uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Mark Teixeira. I love switch hitters, and I'd love to see a nice mm. text card in the game. Mm -hmm. And he's coming. He's getting right yes. around that time where he'd be, you know, someone we expect to see in the game. It's not like the top top legend, but a solid, you know, kind of mid tier guy. Doofid. They can't all be top legends, though. Right, exactly. Yeah, no, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Just like maybe a personal favorite, you know? Um, I'll go with one for El Diablo. Uh, we're going to go with Sammy Sosa. Whew. I thought possibly, possibly we could get like some home run chase going on when they released the Trout. There was, was a lot of stuff that people were theorizing, but love to see some of those, uh, those big boppers. Scan? So in terms of like a top legend, Gio DiMaggio would be a beast. Mm -hmm. I would love to see him. Mm -hmm. But we already have a Yankees center fielder, so a little bit more of a different one, Hideki Matsui. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I would love that. Yes. Give me Godzilla in yes. the game. Yes, that would be such a fun card, dude. Oh, man. Serenity? Well, Gum stole mine as well. <laughs> uh it's so tough. I would want to say like five names right now. That's Do it then. Just say five names. So cool. say, like, just okay, say anyone. So first okay. of all, Roy Holiday. I think he'd be really mm -hmm. fun to use. Uh, who else? Uh, like Barry Zito or like Lance Berkman mm -hmm. or Adrian Beltre would be a cool one. Prince Fielder. Prince yes, Fielder. Sir. I love Prince, him. Prince Fielder Loved would be a fan favorite. Yeah. I mean, just there's so many. I, I have a list of like. 40 like or 60 in his document that would be using for like, the videos that are just it'd be so cool to use man mm -hmm. no 100 percent. scuffy sure uh i've actually posted uh, a concept yesterday and that would be uh josh gibson um, from yes Eagle. that so, card would yeah. be yeah. Concept off the yeah. um so he would he would without a doubt be a top five dd player but i would love more players from the negro leagues like mm -hmm. that national page, page. Um, Papa Cobell, there's Buck O'Neill, there's there's a lot out there um, mm -hmm. that I would love to see. And I think now with with um, Jackie B on the cover, mm -hmm. uh, there's a definitely high possibility of yeah. we'll see that, and especially with the Hall of Fame recognizing um, that as well this year. So. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I hope that. it. I I honestly I feel like this is a really good year to do it, and then feel like it's been way overdue, and. Uh, yeah, I feel like that card would literally break the game. That Josh Gibson Pretty card. Much. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. dope. Thuny? Uh, so I already said I Joe Maurer earlier. And, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I'm going to stick than, with my yeah, Minnesota okay. Twins here. Okay, okay. Um, so assuming pitcher input is a lot better, hopefully in 21. And he's right. technically still playing baseball, so I wonder if they could do a flashback. I would love a... Francisco Luriano and just throw wicked sliders like the entire game or Johan Santana would be really yeah, cool Johan. too. Yeah, that yeah. Was yeah. Would be sick. Oh yeah, man, I would love a Johan or Frankie. And uh my pick is gonna be Randy Johnson. I feel like oh, we yeah, nobody man. cares. Who cares about that? <laughs> we need Randy. Okay. <laughs> no, I would love that Randy card. Johnson. Would be insane. Then maybe I'm you can get like a sixty-eight overall Yankees Randy Johnson. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, now we're talking <laughs> Yankee legend Randy Johnson. Let's go. I'm happy. Oh, by the way, Steven, you know Liriano is, is still he's got signed or yeah. uh, signed by the Blue Jays. Yep. Yeah, that's that's what I was bringing up. He's still playing baseball, so they could. 
Throw me a 96 Luriano, man. Give it to right? me. I would love that. Mm-hmm. I forgot what year they had a he had a, one. Yeah, he, he had, had a rookie one, one, right? He had a pretty good card. I think 17. Wait, I think he got one last year, didn't he? Let me see if I have I think he got one last year, too. Yeah, no, he did have one Everybody from Backyard Baseball 2001. Oh. Yes, oh, I want each. Go. I really want Ichiro back. That card was so fun. Yes, yeah, I love Ichiro. It's gonna be a while though. No, yeah. I agree. Oh, you know, real quick, thinking of that, like guys who retired in Francisco Liriano. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I'm yeah. thinking of. Yep, that's the one yeah. I'm thinking of. Yeah, <laughs> a rookie card, wasn't it? I think. Yeah, yeah that was a rookie, rookie card. card. Yeah, rookie card. Yep. Uh, like guys like David Wright, Joe Mauer, oh, like yeah. yeah, cover boys. Chase Utley, Scuffy's favorite. No, <laughs> too late for me to talk. I'm too tired. <laughs> but yeah, that's going to be it. Um, appreciate you guys all tuning in. Thank you guys for, for spending the time with me. And I hope you guys had a good time.